on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Joe is on vacation at Disneyland or Disney World. I forget which one is in Florida. Um, Disney World, I think, is in Florida. Disney World, allegedly. We'll say that for legal purposes. And we have Andy filling in this week. We're going to talk about the weekly wrestling recap. Uh, before that, we're going to start with our retro beer ratings from WrestleMania 14. We have officially made it through one calendar year of pay-per-views. It's in the books. It took us 18 episodes to do that. So it's going to be a while before we catch up to present day. So we've got plenty of beer ratings to do here. Uh, we had possibly our most heartbreaking WWE release to this date. And we're going to have the results of last week's draft along with another one this week. I have Dewey and Brooks back along with a new addition. My buddy Kevin from home, and we're going to be drafting fast food restaurants. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod, and you can follow me on Untapped at Dylan Free. Andy, uh, do you, do you still want people to follow you on that Snapchat that I that I bleeped out a few weeks ago? No, it's all good. All right, probably for the best. <laughs> We've got hopefully a great show for everyone today. We'll see how Andy does. Andy, are you uh, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. That's not how we normally do that, but okay. I'm sorry. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 18 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. My name is Dylan, and I am joined by Andy this week. Hello, Andy. Hello, Dylan. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, I've 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 been better. Uh, we had some some troubling news this week in in the wrestling world, so I want to I want to just get right off the bat. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Bray Bray Wyatt was released from wwe this week and many people's hearts are broken including mine i'm not not a fan of it yeah pretty sudden him, it, him and a lot of other big wrestlers ron Truman in particular getting released this year in the past couple months yeah there's been a lot of big name releases this this year um those two included alistair black who's now malachi black on AEW. Uh, Samoa Joe, who thankfully is back in NXT, which who we are going to talk about later. Yeah, also, sure. we're going to talk about Malachi Black later. Uh, but yeah, I've seen I've seen a couple people like because the the tweet that came out was like they released Bray Wyatt or they released uh, and they or I, I can't remember if they said they released Bray Wyatt or they released Wyndham Rotunda, which is his real name. And I've seen a bunch of people like try like um what what's what's the what's the first stage of grief it's like uh 
Denial. Yeah, denial. Denial. They're like, well, well, they didn't release the fiend, right? And <laughs> them saying like, oh, maybe he, maybe it's just a big swerve and he'll be back as the fiend. Like, no, you're just grieving. Like, get get over it. Well, maybe not get over it, but like, you know, take take your time to grieve. But yeah. eventually, eventually you have to get to that acceptance stage. Hopefully, once Bray Wyatt, whatever he's going to be called outside of WWE, debuts on some other promotion, possibly AEW. I would say most likely AEW. They seem to be rounding up everyone nowadays, which I'm not mad at because, as they said this week, they are no longer just like another promotion. Like They are legitimate competition, which the ratings are showing that right uh andrew andrew what the fuck is that this is the uh <laughs> red white and berry limited edition smirnoff ice that came out for the fourth of july so what you're telling yeah. me is you come on this you, you obviously you've been on before we you, yeah. you were on for the appetizer draft and before that i think for uh predictions for something mania yeah. that might have been mania mania 37 i think and now you're telling me your third appearance on this podcast and you're 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 drinking a you're drinking a smirnoff ice yeah i know it's uh defend yourself not, not, not a good pick i know was it i mean i mean defend yourself please i mean it, right now it's all I, it's all i have left in my fridge i haven't been uh been able to get to the store i have I have this and, and one truly left. So that's that's what I got tonight. That and one truly. All right. Yeah. Hey, I I can accept that because you know, last week for me was clean out my fridge week. So I had an yeah, assortment of beers throughout the week and clean out my fridge week turned into uh me puking the night of recording last week because <laughs> I had to nice. switch because I switched up beers. I switched from Bud Light to uh Coors Banquet and my my like I said last week, my high end shitty beer palette or my high-end palette for shitty beers excuse me would not accept Coors banquet beer and it was those <laughs> it was those ones that you left uh before oh, you moved, yeah. before you moved back up to or before you moved to virginia yeah um in other in in other news we had a uh a tweet from ronda rousey this week with in regards to the bray wyatt release did you did you see this I did not. So, Ronda Rousey tweeted this week, I've seen you same fans, in quotes, chanting, we want Wyatt, last night chanting, in quotes, we want beach balls over Bray Wyatt performing. So, she says that, and then she said, if WWE treated him like he was expendable, it was because you ungrateful idiots did it first. So, she's basically blaming the fans like the fans that are clamoring for them not to release him, she's saying that those same people are the ones that always ch like were chanting for beach balls and like the ones that would like boo the wrestlers that they just didn't want to or the matches they didn't want to see, even though right these these people are out there performing for th their entertainment, All right? And I mean, she's got a pretty good point. I would say there's a lot of there's a lot of people online that didn't really agree with her take, but I would actually say the overwhelming majority kind of agreed with her and told those, they were like basically telling those types of fans to fuck off. Yeah. 
<laughs> Andy's speechless. Yeah, I don't really know what to say to that. Well, for me, I mean, I kind of agree with the the people that I've seen on Twitter, like saying that it is those fans' faults. Like, I wouldn't say like I don't know if like an overwhelming majority of them like did both, but there's definitely people out there that were shitting on performers that like they didn't want to see so they were just at events booing them and then you get really upset when wwe releases somebody that you allegedly really enjoy watching so i guess that's fair right people were really excited to have the fiend back this year and then got into whatever thing he did with alexa bliss and i know people weren't super thrilled about that but i feel like yeah you should still be excited to see the rest of their you know uh yeah i agree it's it's tough. I, I hope I hope that we see Wyatt elsewhere soon. I mean, obviously you have the ninety day no compete clause, uh, but I just don't. I don't think we're gonna. I I don't know. Like he almost like if he doesn't go to AEW, I think a lot of people will be upset. And then if he does, I think like I think it'll be like it'll be like half and half. Like just kind of like you're, you will be you, nice see him go, and then other people will be like, why didn't he just stay? Yeah, you'll have you'll have people that are upset to see him in AEW, and then you'll have people that are upset that he didn't go to AEW if he doesn't return to WWE. Which, I mean, with the Samoa Joe stuff, like he definitely could return to WWE because I don't think we've had this sort of outcry for someone who's been released and since Samoa Joe, which was, I mean, I say since as like it happened like years ago. It literally happened a few months ago, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would say like. Because of that precedent they've sent with that that they've set with Samoa Joe, like there's a potential that he could get re-signed, but I just I don't see that one happening. Because like they sent Samoa Joe back to NXT. Right. And his was like injury and he was commentating at the time. So I don't it's know. A little bit different. Yeah. And then there's there's also the reports of like was it budget cuts, which was the reason that WWE allegedly put out. Or was it really like due to him having like mental health issues? No one really knows. So, I mean, he knows obviously. WWE probably knows. They, um, I would assume, almost have to. But I mean, only time will tell what the real reason was, and then we'll figure out within ninety days where he's going or if he's staying. You know, or if it was all just a big swerve and a big conspiracy, which that would be an insane, an insane way to just just finish this out I, I if that ends up happening i don't like i don't even know what i'll do but yeah uh, when the time comes I'll, I'll probably figure out what i'll do and i'll probably just i'll probably just scream i'll probably just scream what the fuck at the tv when i see it yeah, um i think i saw something this week when i was like scrolling through facebook i think and uh it was saying we're releasing all these wrestlers due to budget cuts but then they keep bringing back all these older generation guys for these onesie twosie matches that probably cost the WWE like millions of dollars to pay. Well, so yeah. Yeah. So Goldberg, for example, right. He's, yeah. he's already on contract. So he's on like that, that contract that Joe talked about last week where I think this is the last year, but he has to, he has to wrestle two matches a year. Like that's what his contract is. So mm-hmm. he had the one earlier this year that I didn't even remember that he wrestled. Um, that was against Drew McIntyre. It wasn't a good match. Yeah, and then this will this will be his second one, and then we won't see him again for the rest of the year. So, if you're wondering who I'm picking for that match, there you go. 
And then lastly, before we get into retro beer ratings, or I guess second to lastly, because I want to talk about this fucking weather that I'm dealing with here in South Carolina. It's terrible. Uh, but a uh, few corrections from last week that I thought needed to be pointed out because one of them was hilarious and one of them was just like a generic, like a, just, just a mistake uh, that I made. One of them was when we were talking about the, uh, the artist formerly known as Gold Dust Match from No Way Out of Texas last week. I called him uh, Marilyn Monroe Dust, and he m- most certainly was not dressed as Marilyn Monroe. He was certainly dressed as Marilyn Manson. Uh, big difference there. So, yeah, hand up there. Uh, Joe, however, made the mistake of saying uh, Kumail Nanjiani was the guy from... <laughs> He said he was the guy from Harold and Kumar, which is definitely Calpen. So, just, just I, you know, I just wanted to point that out and uh, point out everything that I, I like to point out things that Joe gets wrong. Yeah. Because he gets a lot <laughs> wrong. And while he's not here, it makes it even better. And it's a lot easier to do. Easier, easier to come under the bus. There you go. All right. This, um, this week, Andy, I know you're, I know you're in Virginia, but I don't know if you're dealing with this on, on your side of the, Yes, we are. <laughs> it's terrible. It has rained and stormed every day this week. Yeah. And I will I will talk about work for just a moment here, but it's kind of like just just the environment there at work. I have gotten to work every day and it's not raining. It's it's like partly cloudy, mostly cloudy. Get to work, doesn't rain all day. And as soon as I leave work, like as soon as I go to change, it is a torrential downpour. So my uniform at work gets soaked and overnight, obviously it doesn't dry. I leave it at work. It doesn't dry overnight. I've only got two of them and I'm not doing laundry every night. So the next day I'm showing up to work and I'm putting on a dripping wet uniform which is awful. And then also when I change out of my clothes, I have to walk to my car in yeah. what is basically monsoon season. And it, it just hasn't been fun. You know what? Mother nature. I'm not very happy with you right now. Yeah. It happened I'll to me just, several times down South Carolina. We, we have, our weather hasn't been any better up here in Virginia this week. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. And that's, that's the point we've gotten to on this podcast. We are now talking about the weather <laughs> on the week that Andy's here. Sorry, Andy. That's okay. It's a good icebreaker. How's how's the weather? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, other than uh, other than drinking that uh, red, white, and whatever the fuck Smirnoff ice, um, what what do you what do you been what have you been up to, Andy? I haven't I haven't seen you in a while. Honestly, Uh, I've been on the boat a lot. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, We won't talk about that. Yeah, but then also going on the world is the Olympics. I think it's wrapping up at the end of this week, right? Yeah, I think closing ceremonies are Sunday. Yeah. USA bringing home a lot of medals. Yeah, we are. uh, I mean, we usually crush the summer Olympics. Uh, We usually win in total medal count. Uh, We are not currently winning in the gold medal count. At least last I I looked. Yeah, last I looked was this morning. I've been keeping track of the medal count because that's how I'm picking my fantasy football draft order this week or this year. Nice. Yeah, any any year there's an Olympics, it's a it's the best way. It gets you to cheer for some country that's not USA because I leave them out of it. 
everyone gets a random country and then whatever order that you finish in for total medal count that's the order of the draft nice uh this year i have canada and i am fourth in my draft so far pulling for canada i've basically been pulling for canada this entire olympics they had that one dude in the 100 meter dash that they said ran faster than Connor McDavid's skates, which I thought was insane. There, there are some freak athletes out there this year. I don't know if you saw uh, uh, Dressel, the swimmer. Caleb Dressel, yeah. Yeah, dude, crazy. Yeah, all the swimmers, they they have such weird bodies. Like, the, you, yeah. you look at them standing up there, they're wearing their, their little trunks, and their upper bodies are just so massive, com- like, as far as, like, what it looks like compared to their legs. Yeah. And it just like their body looks like it shouldn't work or like it, it looks like they put two halves of a body together and their their arms are super long. Like, yeah, they could reach anything off of any shelf ever for sure. <laughs> yeah, I need that guy around. Sure. Yeah. You know, for the reaching the top shelf, I don't have to get a step stool. You have to get I a step like, stool. Yo, bro, can you grab that thing off the top shelf that I can't reach because I'm short? So that's what you would use an Olympic athlete for? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is reaching stuff off of shelves. Oh boy, Andy. What if uh what if it wasn't a swimmer? What if it was like a speed walker or a race walker or whatever they call it? Whatever they call that race where you fa- like you like uh, you, uh, power you power uh, walk, yeah. Power walking, yeah. That's the funniest event ever. I haven't seen it yet this year, but I do remember like when they implemented it in Beijing, I think in 2008. It was so funny to watch because yeah. <laughs> it basically looks like they're trying like it basically looks like they're they're racing to the bathroom because they all look like they have to take a huge <laughs> shit. Yeah. But they just keep going in laps for how I don't even know how long they race, but they, they go for a long time. I know, it's right? it's they, ridiculous. They kill it. Their calves are probably on fire at the end of that. Oh, for sure. They get like penalties if their feet come off the ground. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So like that's how that's how they regulated it's like your feet have to like one foot has to be on the ground on the ground at all times like both feet can't leave the ground because then you're jogging yeah yeah all right so let's get into our retro beer ratings uh like i said in the intro before the music hit uh this week we are doing or we did wrestlemania 14 so we have officially made it through one calendar year Right, we started at WrestleMania 13, the the famous double turn with Austin and Bret Hart, and we've made it all the way around to WrestleMania 14, spring of '98, and I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited that it took us, it took us a lot longer than I thought it would to get like through a whole calendar year. So I mean, we're probably going to take a really long time to catch all the way back up. So. That makes it that makes it easy for me to not have to come up with like new segments for like a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start with signs uh, for WrestleMania 14. Uh, Andy and I were talking before we started recording. Uh, he he didn't he didn't see any or he didn't look for any signs. Wasn't aware that he was supposed to. I guess I I guess I gave him I, I coached him up pretty bad on preparing for this week's episode so i'll just i'll just go ahead and say my my uh my signs that i saw i saw a uh poop dog 316 that one was pretty funny did you did you see that one 
you you weren't if, i think and, if you're not if you're I think not i did i was gonna say if you're not looking for signs you probably didn't see it um sergeant spitter and they held that up for the uh sergeant slaughter match it was just like it was just sergeant spitter and then like a side view of sergeant slaughter's face with him just spitting because you know like it just reminds you of like a like a drill sergeant in your face and then they just spit in your face while they're yelling at Get you all over it yeah um sable versus luna who's our bigger i'll just leave that at that uh and then there, the last sign i saw was sable can suck it <laughs> so yeah those are the, those Truth were the point those were the signs i saw this week at wrestlemania 14 i honestly thought that we would get a lot more like i honestly thought i would get a lot more signs this week because it was wrestlemania but there was just so many damn Austin 316 signs or like there was a shit ton of them insert word 316 or insert yeah. word whatever number colon another number like i think there was like a sable 69 sign but there was a sunny 69 sign like a few weeks ago so i didn't want to put that one in cuz i talked about it a few weeks ago so yeah there's just an insane amount of Austin signs, Austin 316, anything 316. People definitely uh, definitely excited for Austin. Yes, Andy. Yes, they were. All right. So first match, Andy, we had the uh, Tag Team Battle Royal. This was just an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna. We'll go ahead and I'll 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 name I'll I'll name off all the competitors, uh, or the teams. Uh, we had two teams for Los Bariquas, a team for the Truth Commission. Uh, Bradshaw and Chains was a team apparently. This is all according to Wikipedia, which you're not allowed to lie on there, so this has to be right. Uh, two teams for the Nation of Domination. Uh, the Quebecers, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express. The Headbangers, Too Much, which was Scott Taylor and Brian Christopher, which I'm pretty sure, yeah, Scott Taylor, Scotty Too Hottie, so they become too cool later. Uh, the DOA, Eight Ball and Skull, Steve Blackman and Flash Funk was a team, which was odd. Uh, the Godwins and then LOD 2000 or Legion of Doom, who came out with Sonny. So yeah, this... I was kind of confused at this match because the announcers made it seem like when LOD made their entrance. So there was only two teams that got entrances. There was uh, Farouk's Nation of Domination team and then Legion of Doom got the right. mystery. They were the mystery entrant. And then they came right out and the, the, they actually started the match. Yeah. And then the announcers made it seem like it was a return. So I just went ahead and finished a beer. So I just counted it. Um yeah, and then this was this was pretty tough to keep track of drinks. Like it was it was not a very well put together battle royal whatsoever. There was like barely barely any like story going into it. The match seemed like it had no structure to it, and it was just pretty much god awful. And as soon as you heard the like crowd reaction for Legion of Doom, you knew they were gonna win. Yeah, but it did get a decent amount of beers. Um, the, the, the Legion of Doom obviously wins, uh, and it got two and a half beers. Well, the match with that many people in it, so yeah, I guess you'd kind of expect at least uh, something over one, one and a half. Yeah, but I mean, a lot, yeah. a lot of mayhem, especially at the beginning with so many teams still in the ring. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, you had 30 people, 15 teams yeah. in the ring to start. So the one thing I didn't like about it was that when one person from a team was eliminated, that the, whole the, team was the entire team was eliminated. So that that also kind of cut down on the drinking because once one person was like, you you only drink for the one elimination, right? So right. you had the potential for 29 eliminations here in this match, but we only yeah. had to drink for like 14 of them. So that like that about 14 eliminations, that's about a beer. And then the return of LOD is a is a beer. And overall, this only got two and a half beers. Yeah. Well, honestly, it wasn't that much else other than other than the eliminations. Yeah, it was really just like elimination after elimination. And then like yeah. Yeah. It it was just like I said, it's it was a clusterfuck. It was tough to keep track of drinks. It might have been more, but there were so many people just like standing around doing nothing or like like it was just tough to keep track of like yeah you can't even see the other side of the ring <laughs> yeah exactly so yep two and a half beers for the first match uh and then we move on to our second match was for the light heavyweight championship we had takamichinoku versus agula and they said during this match that agula is only 19 years old during in 1998 obviously right so Probably not 19 that, anymore. That'd yeah, be... you're right. That would be pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was impressive, though. Like, these these guys usually put on decent matches, like fun to watch matches. Obviously, like it's it's the it's as high flying as you're gonna get in the Attitude Era, because like the Attitude Era was all just like weapons, interferences, ref ref bumps, and yeah, like not like yeah, that was that was the Attitude Era, and like just <laughs> brawl brawling. Pretty much. Um, but I do have a Jerry Lawler quote for this match. This one, uh, let me just uh let me just crack this other next beer first. Hold on. Oh yeah. That's good stuff right there. Uh Jerry Lawler, I feel like this week for this comment took it uh took his his comments to the next level here. He said that uh, I almost don't want to say it. He said that Takamichinoku looked like a kamikaze pilot. Like, come I, I on. did hear that. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> did hear that. Like, a little bit. That's a little. I understand it was 1998, but even still, I feel like it's a little edgy. I don't know. It's super edgy. Like, in 1998, like, that's what they were looking for. They were looking for Jerry Lawler to say those things. Like, you say that today, you're getting, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're done. It's over. Like, yeah. You cannot say things like that today, but like Jerry Lawler back in the day said whatever the fuck he wanted to. And now we're bringing it back and we're shaming the shit out of him on a weekly basis. <laughs> it's like, look at all these things Jerry Lawler said. This is, we're basically on a fire Jerry Lawler tour here uh, on the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. But I don't think uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of people in WWE that listen to this podcast. So, right. We, we we have some work to do before before we get them. Oh my god. I'm finally seeing it on TV. They have power walking on right now on NBC Sports Network. Oh my god. And there's a Canadian in second place. Let's go. Give me another medal, baby. He looks so they uh, I didn't realize that they were running it in the street. I thought they did it on a track. I think they normally do, but they I feel like they've done a lot of events out, like outside the normal track this year. I could yeah. be wrong. You could be, but 
I'm not sure. I haven't gotten to see a whole lot of it. Like I get to see like a little bit after work and I watch a I, I did watch a lot of it like on my days off and stuff, but yeah. Oh boy. The uh I can't tell. That said two hours and fifty-three minutes, or either that or it's two fifty-three in Tokyo right now. It's probably two fifty-three in Tokyo because they were at the first kilometer. There's I think that it's what seven twenty-three now? Yeah, that makes that makes sense for the time difference. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no way it took them two hours and fifty-three minutes to power walk for a kilometer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, back back on track. Uh, literally just because we were just talking about it, I and they cut to it on the on the TV right in front <laughs> of me. Like they're oh shit, they're doing power walking right now. Uh, yeah, and they they all look like they have to take a shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, this the the this Michinoku and Agula match. It's it's good. It's fun. They're always fun to watch, but like they never get a lot of beers. Like they just they don't do the things in the drinking game that I created. Like they don't do a lot of chops. They really don't try to pin each other until later in the match. Yeah. So like really the, the only thing you get drinks for is the end of the match, the entrances and like probably some use of the environment somewhere in between. Cause they do go to the outside a lot. And so like throwing each other into like the barricade or whatnot. So yeah. this match only got a half a beer. And uh, Michinoku retains his light heavyweight championship. Yeah, a lot of stuff off the ropes, but nothing too crazy, I guess, for, in terms of beer ratings. No, no, not even, not even a little bit. Uh, and but I will say, like most of these matches on this card, like other than that one, like I would say that your your average match is one and a quarter to one and a half beers. Your like the matches on this pay per view did pretty well for the drinking game and when i watched it like got me pretty drunk pretty good uh so next we had triple h versus owen hart for the european championship uh sergeant slaughter was on the outside and was handcuffed to china and it was at this point and watching the pay-per-view that i realized that I've watched this pay-per-view before. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we, it was at that point. Oh, nice. Oh, was that that truly? That truly you just that, cracked there? That the truly. So, yeah, it was at that point that I realized that I've watched this pay-per-view front to back before, and it took me three matches, like, two to complete two matches before I even realized I've watched it before. Because nice. um, I... As soon as I heard that, like, he was going to handcuff himself to China, I was like, oh, I know exactly how this match ends. Um, but yeah, Owen Hart sold the shit out of his ankle injury. Uh, and then we had this, this is basically what started, uh, a trend on this pay-per-view that I noticed that, uh, we were just doing, we're just doing nut shots this entire pay-per-view. We're just doing low blows, nut shots, whatever we wanted on this pay-per-view. We had like three or four of them in this, in this match alone. Yeah. And then many more throughout the rest of the pay-per-view. That I noticed. China even got in on some of them in this match. Yeah, so at at the end, China throws powder in Sergeant Slaughter's face so that he's like distracted because there was a point, there was a couple points in the match where like she tried to interfere and then he pulled back on the handcuffs, being like, Hey, bitch, like 
no, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally she just threw the powder. I don't know where the fuck she got the powder from or why she didn't do it earlier, you know, (laughs) but she finally decided to throw powder in, in Slaughter's face. Owen is on the ropes right where she's at. She gives him a low blow. Triple H hits the pedigree. And Canada just won a medal, baby. Let's go. Oh, but yeah, and then Triple <laughs> sorry. And then uh, Triple H wins. Oh, the one kilometer was one kilometer left. They just power walked for 38 fucking kilometers. Holy shit. Took them just under three hours. So that was the, the time at 253? Yeah. Holy crap. Wait, the clock is still going. Oh, they're still going. <laughs> Never mind. I think all they did was just hit the 38 kilometer mark. Holy shit, dude. Mad respect to these athletes. Disregard anything I've said about I mean, they still look like they have to take a shit, but like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm watching on my TV and I can't stop laughing at them. Poland's in first. So Poland. Wow. Yeah. You got to really out of nowhere. Poland out of nowhere with the, the greatest power walker known to man. Oh, so they, they working it over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. The, the longer I have this on my TV, the more sidetracked I'm going to get. Um, but yeah, the Triple H Owen Hart match, it gets two beers. Uh, and then we move on to one of the more entertaining matches of the night. Uh, not because it had great wrestling, but because it had Sable in it. Uh, we had Mark, Marvelous Mark Miro versus, or Marvelous Mark Miro and Sable versus the artist formerly known as Gold Dust and yeah. Luna, Luna Vachon in a mixed tag match. They said it was the third mixed tag match in WrestleMania history. And the crowd, like they always do, just loves Sable. She was so fun to watch in the Attitude Era. Unfortunately, this whole this whole era was before my time. Not much I would have kept track a little bit Oh, more my God. I, the ratings, but. I thought about this while I was watching the pay-per-view. I was like, damn. I even turned to Leslie. I was like, Leslie, Andy wasn't even alive when this aired live. I was not. I was not alive when this, when WrestleMania 14 aired. Les, or, I almost called you Leslie. Andy, how does that make you feel? Honestly, a little weird. Because we were watching it, and uh, some of the, the segments, we'll, we'll talk, talk about the Rock match then, but there was a segment in the beginning when The Rock was talking. I'm like, oh, my gosh. like This is so retro, but like, I've almost never seen that that Rock. I've only seen the the movies and the Hollywood rock because that's what I was born into. I never saw any of the wrestling. You barely saw wrestling rock. Like barely, literally barely. Literally barely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That almost works. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have another uh, Jerry Lawler quote here for this match. Uh, Jerry said, Sable is as pretty as a picture and Luna would like to hang her. Oh boy. Dude. Oh boy. Um. There was another low blow in this match, like like I said, and we just started a fucking a trend here, starting with that Triple H match, uh, and then obviously you got your classic Attitude Era cat fight in this match. I mean, th- this is what you missed out on, Andy, by being born in the two thousands. Like, yeah, you missed out on cat fights. Yeah, honestly, all I remember about like the women's division when I was growing up is like just pure diva. Like it was all about, all about the look, 
Yeah. I don't even remember much of the wrestling. It was, it was all about the look. When well, I was... that's because they like when they did wrestle, they wrestled for like three minutes at a time, and they only had one women's match. Yeah, at, like on a show. Yeah, it's it's great how far they've come, but sometimes it is fun to just go back and watch a cat fight. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm very glad they don't do that anymore. But yeah, like I said, definitely giving the woman a. It's it's fun. It's fun to go back and see from time now. to time. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, there was, I wrote down that there was a Mark Miro moonsault that looked ugly. And I'm trying to think back now. I'm pretty sure he like nearly landed on his head or like pretty much did land on his head. Somehow didn't hurt himself. It looked pretty ugly. Um, and then Mark Miro and Sable obviously win the match. The crowd loves Sable way too much for them to lose this match. And this match got 1.75 beers. And... We move on to The Rock. The Rock versus Ken Shamrock. And this is this is right in the middle of like the Nation of Domination power struggle where The Rock is basically feuding, sort of feuding with Farouk as like the leader of the nation. And we we saw that in full swing here. Um there was like a point though where I don't know. I don't remember what Shamrock did because the only note I took was like, how the hell did the ref not disqualify Shamrock? Like, I can't remember what he did. Like, hit him with a chair or something? Uh, I think there was a couple of chair shots in the match. Yeah, like, and the ref, like, clearly saw them. And, and it's, then just like, didn't call anything. Yeah, like, what is yeah. this ref doing? It's like... But I, then that came... It, are you ready to talk about, like, how it ended? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, go ahead, dude. Yeah, I, I, was, I was weird because at the end there, Shamrock had the rock and made him tap and then that's when the ref decided that it was too much and then disqualified him uh, i don't know i thought that was kind of weird oh i remember now he literally pushed the ref down like out of the way which like i've seen that happen like a few times in the past few years and like every time that happens they get disqualified but you know it's a it's a new it's a new wwe these days uh but yeah, Shamrock literally pushed the ref out of the way and the ref did nothing about it. And then that's when The Rock hit him with an unprotected chair shot. Just disgusting, dis- disgusting unprotected ch- chair shot, which is like one of my most favorite things to watch. Uh, but they're absolutely gruesome though. Yeah. <laughs> like you can really appreciate like, the fact that they put their hands up when they get when they get hit with chairs these days or when they get hit with any weapons. Yeah. Uh yeah. Try, and, try and absorb some of that blow. Yes. CTE is a real thing. Uh but yeah, Ken Shamrock, like you said, he uh put rock in an ankle lock at the end. And Ken Shamrock or the rock taps out. Ken Shamrock wins the match and then the ref decides to overturn his decision because Ken Shamrock then puts or de- then slams like, or no, it was even before before he overturned a decision. Like Ken Shamrock slams or does a belly to belly suplex to like three referees, which I counted as three ref bumps. Because why not? Why not drink more? You know, well. fuck my liver. Um, <laughs> and then Shamrock all of a sudden does not win, and the decision gets overturned, and the Rock is still Intercontinental Champion, and. Uh, this match got two and a quarter beers. Not not the best, but definitely above average. And then we had the next the next two matches were 
the uh, our highest rated of the night. So first, we had the first ever, and I think the only one that I've ever seen. Yeah, dumpster match. It was interesting to say the least. I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah, Leslie had just gotten done working out for the day. I remember, and uh she walked in the room i was like leslie are you ready for the dumpster match and she was like what the fuck is that i was like leslie it's i was obviously- definitely not expecting it i didn't like look up anything going into the wrestlemania 14 and i saw it and i was like what the heck, what the heck is that <laughs> what is that dumpster doing there yeah i was like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> it was uh probably in my opinion this was the most entertaining match i think this, the main event, and probably the Sable match, probably the more enter- like your your three most entertaining matches of the night. With this one, uh, it's just well, different. Something that we hadn't seen before. I don't know about you, but definitely me. I'd never seen anything like that. Well, obviously, was- like like I said, I've seen this one before, so I knew how that. Like after the after the Triple H Owen Hart match, I was like, I know exactly how the rest of this card ends up because right. Actually, no, I had forgotten about the Rock Shamrock match, but I knew how the last three matches ended. The, the main event in particular that I've seen the the clip of a thousand times, I feel like. But yeah, this dumpster match, I, I remember exactly how this one ended too. Uh, Jerry Lawler quote, though, for this one, um, calling Cactus Jack stupid would be an insult to stupid people. <laughs> how does that make you feel, Andy? I don't know. I feel like there's, a, there's that, that spectrum there. I feel like that's kind of throwing something under the bus. Well, no, I was just trying to say, like, how does how does him saying that like that's an insult to you? How does that make you feel as as a stupid person? I don't know if that makes me feel. I feel like that makes me feel bad as a comparison, but good that somebody is more stupid than me. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, hey, I don't want to be used as a comparison of how stupid somebody is, but at least that guy is more dumb than I. Or more stupid than I am, you know? Yeah. Um, so we've already talked about a lot, like in the previous matches, and we had some more. Uh, we had another low blow in this match. And this match, we did have one unprotected chair shot, but we had a ton of unprotected shots via cookie sheet or baking <laughs> yeah. sheet. My God. Those, like the cracks off the skulls, from the cookie sheets, there were so many of them, and I can't believe nobody like bled for this. It was insane. Um, like I think the only like scrolling through this, like the only blood I can remember is the rock from the mouth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it during this paper, which yeah. was insane. Like the Attitude Era, like I remember, like they they bladed all the time, and like yeah, I know they're just getting started with the attitude era pretty much at this point, but like I, f- I felt like we would see a lot more blood here, especially in a dumpster match. You know, I was, I was surprised about this one, and then there's, there's a particular shot during the, um, Brett or not the Bret Hart, the um, Shawn Michaels match that I thought they were gonna cut open, but they didn't. So. Oh, the ring bell. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Uh, but yeah, we'll get as to soon that. As Stone Cold went down, it went like down like this. I'm like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll 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 get to that. Yeah. Um. So basically, what happens in this match is you get a whole bunch of like, oh, is he? Are they like the? I guess backtrack a little bit. The rules of the match, if you don't know, you have to incapacitate your opponent so much that you can put them in the dumpster that is ringside, 
and then shut both of the doors on the dumpster, and then you win the match. And this is for the WWF Tag Team Championships. Um, I don't even think I've said who it was between. It was between Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack, and they faced the New Age Outlaws. However, one thing they didn't talk about in the beginning of the match was that, that there was a dumpster backstage. Little, little did the New Age Outlaws know, but very much did Chainsaw Charlie remember that there was a dumpster backstage. So they took the fight backstage at one point because I think they had uh, Terry Funk slash Chainsaw Charlie in the, in the dumpster, and then they went to go get Cactus Jack to put him in the dumpster, and he was like crawling up the ramp. And they go backstage and then get thrown through some like giant Powerade bottles. Uh, and then Cactus Jack hits them with two unprotected chair shots. Awesome to watch. And they set them down on this forklift the, or the, on this pallet that's, that, a fork, that a forklift is hooked up to. Chainsaw Charlie comes out of nowhere and he's like, yeah, I know how to drive a forklift. Picks them up, dumps them in the dumpster. Foley shuts the lids and match over. We have new tag team champions. Yep. And I, I, like I said, I thought, I thought this was, I mean, out of the three that I said, the most entertaining match to watch. It's, it was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, it was all just, fun. Very different than what we're used to seeing and in, in wrestling. So somebody just collapsed power walking. Oh. oh boy. They got right back up and started power walking again. <laughs> they're like on their hands and knees for like 10 seconds and they're like all right i'm gonna push through it it was a japan japan japanese athlete oh i missed the name his number is 125 though that's his runner number he's he's still trucking along yeah he's still trucking along still looks like he has to take a massive dump (laughs) maybe that's a trick yeah i think actually if you like prairie dog this whole race i think that's the key to victory (laughs) Um. Oh, actually, they're showing, they're showing the replay of it. Oh my god! I've been collapsing. Yeah, he. I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. I'm a little. I'm a little intoxicated now. He. They just showed a front view of him collapsing. He grabs his chest, almost like he's having a heart attack. That's why I shouldn't be laughing. And then that's when he goes down. Oh boy. Oh boy. My man. These might be the greatest athletes on the world, or like on the planet Earth. If you can fight through a heart attack and then walk and then power walk another like few kilometers. It's, last I saw they were in like they're in the forties now as far as kilometers power walk. Literally the definition of walking it off. There you go. Yeah. Holy shit, you're right. He literally walked off a heart attack. He power shit, walked dude. off a heart attack. <laughs> Good for that fucking guy. What a that that is a hero. That's a that is a hero. That's a, that's a Japanese hero right there. There you go. They should be proud. I'm proud of him. Uh, yeah, we got off track once again uh, because of power walking, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not turning this shit off either. <laughs> it's too entertaining. You got people having heart attacks. People, like, everyone has to shit. You never know what's going to happen. Yes. Um, but, yeah. So, don't even remember what I was talking about with the dumpster match. So, uh, Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack won, uh, and it got three and a half beers. Solid match all around. Yeah, and that ties with our highest rated match of the night, tied with our next match. So, this is our 
first ever one-on-one encounter in this next match between Kane and The Undertaker. Um, if you don't know who wins this match, you're obviously not a wrestling fan. It's it's obviously Undertaker. He he didn't lose a WrestleMania match until WrestleMania 30. So if you went into this match thinking Kane won, like 20 some, what is it, 23 years after it happened, um, sorry, but like you're pretty, <laughs> you're kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, but then we had the uh, we had the debut, which I drank for, finished a beer for, with the debut of Pete Rose in the World Wrestling Federation uh, as the guest announcer for this match, and he got himself tombstone piledrived by Kane, which yeah. was fun to see. It was also like a, a little funny jab. Like I, I don't know if like at the time Vince McMahon like thought this or if he still thinks this, but like he had Howard Finkel say like most certainly like as he as Howard Finkel was introducing Pete Rose he was like and will certainly be a a a, a baseball hall of famer he introduced him as like a soon to be baseball hall of famer Pete Rose which I thought was pretty funny cuz obviously still not in the hall of fame for yeah. all the like all the gambling on his own team that he did yeah so uh but yeah the uh the Spanish announce table goes down in this match. The debut of Pete Rose, that those were two huge uh, bumps for the drinking in this match, which I think is the reason why it tied as the best or the highest rated, uh, highest beer rated match of this, of this pay-per-view. But I did think like this match was just kind of like meh up until the end. And then Taker gives three tombstone pile drivers to Kane and one, two, three, you're done. You're done, son. Yeah. yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of like I don't want to call it filler in the middle, but nothing too exciting happening. And then towards the end, ramped up, a few choke slams, tombstone pile drivers. Yeah, it was just two big men just like beating each other down and like seeing yeah. who can who can sit up faster. Seeing Undertaker doing that clothesline from the top rope was pretty impressive. He's always done. well. I guess back in the day, he used to do that all the time. And then once Kane became like a bigger name, uh, he kind of took that from him. Like kind of once they parted their ways, because uh, once Kane debuted, like they basically had the same move set, right? And then they kind of broke. Like kind of did their own separate thing. And then Kane kind of adopted the choke slam as his finisher and like a couple of Taker's moves, like that top rope uh, clothesline, and then Taker. Taker kept like obviously like the tombstone. He obviously always st- he still always did the choke slam, and then kept like the uh, what's it called like the the one where he jumps off the ropes and hits him in the the shoulder. I forget what the move is called. I'll probably remember it here in like five minutes when we're talking about the next match. But um, a question for you, Andy. We can have we can have this be our first our first listener question here. Uh, do you think that this is the and, and I know you weren't alive for this, but you got to obviously see like the ramp up and the, the pre-match video. Like, do you think that this is the best story that WWE has ever told? Forewarning. I haven't watched a whole lot of wrestling. Oh boy. Right. So from that perspective, I would, I would say yes, because I don't really think I've seen too many like really great storylines. And I wasn't obviously wasn't alive for like the whole attitude era and watching that develop and whatnot, but seeing it 
for the first time now, I think the the storyline works well. Okay. Okay. Any are there any ones that any of them any that you can think of that like are like a close second or the one I, I like I really remember watching when I was growing up was <laughs> when um John Cena was going with Nexus. Remember that whole storyline? Like oh, 2010. Boy. That's oh like the only yeah. big, big storyline that I really remember. And you, and you enjoyed that? That that's just the only one I remember. <laughs> okay. Like, I I remember like big wrestlers doing big moves and big matches, but I don't remember storylines. Okay, maybe maybe an unfair question for you, Andy. Um, I in in my opinion, well, for one, to comment on your Cena versus Nexus stuff, like I wasn't watching wrestling at the time, but I know. If, at this point uh like i've gone back and seen pretty much everything that happened between me stopping watch me like not watching wrestling starting in like 2007 all the way up until like 2015 i had to like catch myself up once i once i dedicated myself to being a a wrestling an official wrestling fan once again so i had to catch myself up so that was like one of the first things i saw when i was catching myself up and then i read everything online it was like how like it, it was the big SummerSlam match, like the um, where Cena's like the last one, and then Nexus was like the next big thing in WWE, and Cena just beats him, and yep. then they then they just fiddled out to the bottom of the card, except for Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan took off, and he yeah, wasn't I'm even sure he, he wasn't he wasn't even part of Nexus in that match. He was on John Cena's team. That's what, I'm pretty sure he was the first one to break away from Nexus, and then. Yeah, really that, that's that's another story on its own. But yeah. but yeah, I I do think that the Kane and Undertaker storyline, uh, and at least in this portion, is one of the best stories that WWE has ever told. Uh, I think, you know what? I think it is. I actually I think it is the best one. There's there's another one that I can think of uh, that I wasn't alive for, but the the Mega Powers with Hogan and Savage, that was very good. Um, probably like the modern one is probably Daniel Bryan, like 2014 WrestleMania 30, like incredible storytelling, incredible stuff. Like to get the fans so invested in something, and then to get the payoff of him winning the main event of WrestleMania at WrestleMania 30. Like when, like months before that, you were thinking like, "Oh shit, he's not even going to be in this match," and then he is, and then he wins the championship. Just great stuff. Um, but yeah, Kane versus Undertaker got three and a half beers, also tied for the highest rated uh, beer rated match of this pay per view, and we move on to the main event: Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels, and. I'll just say right now, like Mike Shawn Michaels was like very, very much like obviously in pain throughout this entire match. Like there was, there was a point like, yeah, we talked about it a few weeks ago where Michaels hurt his back in the casket match with Undertaker at Royal Rumble in 1998. Uh, This is, this is also his last match before until I'm sorry, until uh, SummerSlam 2002, I think is his first match back. So like he doesn't come back to wrestling for over four years. Yeah, he was very obviously in pain here. There was like a point where he tried to get back in the ring and he had to like pick his leg up just to get it over the second rope. 
because he couldn't pick his leg up that high because his back hurt so bad and still wrestled a whole match. Yeah. Dude, it, he was he was holding on to it the whole match. It, you could definitely it, tell the fact that. It was just insane. Um we got we got some cheek action from Shawn Michaels in this match. Yeah, right, right at the beginning of the match. Some, some classic cheek action. Um and then there was a few times I had to like look it up on Wikipedia as I was watching this match, which like I knew who won, so I wasn't getting any spoilers here, but like I couldn't remember if this was a no disqualification match and like right off the bat, Triple H interferes yeah, and they don't call for the bell. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then there was another point where I think Austin, like as, so the ref kicked out, uh, I think it was Mike Kyoto kicked China and Triple H from ringside and sent them to the back. And then Austin, you see Austin like minutes later, he's at the top of the ramp beating up triple h michaels comes up and then throws like one of the symbols from the the musical set that they had there for the guys that were playing the dx music uh he throws that at austin and i was like okay that's two now like there should have been a disqualification i'm just assuming that this is a no dq match so i look it up on wikipedia it was most certainly not a, D a no dq match so I don't know what the hell they were doing. I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm glad they didn't just call a disqualification because yeah. the, the right move was made here. But then there was obviously the one we talked about earlier, the the shot with the ring bell. The, the JR said that the ref didn't see it, but Tyson did or whatever. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying that the ref didn't see that, but either way, like, it's whatever. I was surprised to see Mike Tyson ringside. <laughs> I didn't realize he was involved in wrestling at all. Is that mm. like... Andy, seriously? Yeah, I just knew him as a boxer. I didn't, I didn't know he was. Well, I mean, that's all he ever was. He he was just the enforcer for this match. But like, this is like one of the most famous matches of all time, Andy. Come on now. I know you weren't alive, but like, come on now. Sorry. <laughs> First time seeing it. Oh boy. Was a good match. Was a good match. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I said, Michaels was just done for. His back was killing him in this match, and. Still just powered through this thing. Um, near the end of the match, uh, I think Michaels is on Austin's back and they back into the corner. And who's in the corner? The fucking ref. They back the ref into a corner and you get a ref bump. Then you get a little bit of back and forth. You get Michaels uh, hitting the elbow and then you hit him. You see him going for the sweet chin music. He dodges. Austin goes for the stunner. He dodges. Michaels goes for the switching music once again. Austin catches him, spins him 360, stunner, win. It's like one of the most iconic clips of all time. And then JR with the call, stone cold, stone cold, stone cold, to well, as soon as he wins the match and a legacy is born. Like Austin's first title win. And there we go. We're off and running. The Austin era has begun. And this match got two and a quarter beers. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was the first time watching watching this preview of the match, and I was I was actually pretty so not surprised. I know both these guys are good wrestlers, but I was I was um I guess excited to see them both in their in their prime. Like I said, I've only seen them later wrestling, so it was it was cool right. to see them right at the beginning of their careers. Yeah, there's uh there's a lot of these 
pay-per-views that we've watched obviously since we started these retro reviews that like i was very much like i was very surprised because like from what i remember from the attitude era and going even through the like some of the ruthless aggression era like the quality of wrestling like the the as far as like the high flying and the, the like the choreography that you see like nowadays is like i always thought it was just not as good as what it is today but they they still just put on excellent matches back in the day. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and this one was excellent, yeah. even with Sean yeah. like even with Sean like this just goes to show like why Sean Michaels is regarded as the greatest in ring talent of all time. Yeah. Because even with a hurt back, he goes on and puts on an excellent match. But yeah, I didn't even say like. At the end, obviously, the ref was down. So after Austin hits the stunner, there's no ref. So Tyson gets in the ring, gives a fast three count. Austin wins the championship. And uh, like this whole time, you're thinking that Tyson was aligned with DX. And all along, apparently, he was aligned with Austin. And yeah. and Ends up punching Shawn Michaels after the match. Yeah, knocks him out. Yep. And it goes down in history. As you know, Austin's first title win, and then the last we see of Shawn Michaels for over four years. Yeah. So that was WrestleMania 14. Uh, I tallied them up, Andy. We got 18 and a quarter beers out of this pay per view. It was, I'm pretty sure that puts it at num tied for number two. I think with uh, Royal Rumble, the one we watched. Uh, a few weeks ago so pretty damn good i i, I very much enjoyed it yeah that was, that was a good pay-per-view even even Solid though I, even though i watched it before like i was i was still just like invested in the whole thing i thought it was great good stuff to watch all right so coming out of that then we have our or now we have our weekly wrestling recap i'll just go ahead and put a hand up for andy now andy uh how much how much wrestling did you watch this week? Uh probably probably about 10 minutes of weekly recap shows. <laughs> <laughs> so so Andy Andy saw um the the weekly recap like the like basically like your top 10 videos of of yeah. what of what happened at each show this week. Uh so we're we're going to have a pretty quick recap here this week. Uh so we're going to start with Friday night smackdown from last week. Uh I'll just talk about the two big things that happened here. So, uh, first, John Cena basically breaks all the rules in contract signings, and so so we were supposed to have a contract signing with between Roman Reigns and Finn Balor to have a match at SummerSlam, and Baron Corbin comes in as soon as as Finn Balor is about to sign the contract, throws him out of the ring, um, and this is after like earlier in the night where Cena. And Corbin were in the ring, and Corbin's being all sad and whatnot with his new character, and asks Cena for help because he's a big Hollywood star. Cena pulls out a hundred dollar bill, and he's like, "This is all I got," and gives it to him, and he's like, "This is all you got," and like kind of taunting him for like not having anything other than a hundred dollar bill in his pocket. Like, who carries yeah. cash any? Who carries cash anymore, Baron? Come on, bro. Uh, but yeah, he comes out. He during the contract signing throws Finn Balor out of the ring, uh, and then Cena 
hits the ring, throws Baron Corbin out, takes the contract, and signs it. And then backstage, you see um, Paul Heyman like freaking out with Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce, and is like, "You're not allowed to do that." And they were like, uh, "Well, I see a contract here. I see a contract uh, for a match at SummerSlam. I see Roman Reigns' signature, and I see John Cena's signature." So that's the match we're having. And Paul Heyman just like shakes his head and his all of his chins wiggle. <laughs> and Roman Reigns versus John Cena is official for SummerSlam, just like we all thought. Yeah. So I was late to the party on that one. You were you were late uh, to the late to the party? Yeah, during at the end of the last pay-per-view, I said something about them having a match at SummerSlam. You guys all called me out because I wasn't remember that. No, not even a little bit. Okay, well. Well, now I know it's happening for real. So, yeah, now it's official, Andy. It's official. So I guess whatever fairy tale you've made up in your head, I guess it's come true. Whenever you told us <laughs> that, I don't remember it at all. Maybe I was maybe I was drunk when you said that. You you probably were because it was at the very end of the lot. It was at the Money in the Bank. Period. Oh, at the end of Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah. I was significantly yeah. intoxicated. I was yeah. on the verge of on the verge of throwing up and on the verge of probably blackout. Nice yeah i guess nice um <laughs> the other the other big thing for smackdown sasha banks makes her return so there's a point here where bianca Belair is in the ring uh cutting a promo and she's cut off by uh carmella and Zelina vega and they start to beat her down sasha banks's music hits crowd pops for for the music and she hits the ring makes the save they hug it out and then Come back from commercial. We're having a tag team match between Bel Air and Banks, and they're going to take on Carmella and Zelina Vega, and that's going to be the main event for the night. And then, and at that point, you were like, "Oh, I see where this is going." The or Bel Air and Banks win the match in the main event, and then Sasha beats down Bel Air, and that's going to be our SummerSlam SmackDown Women's Championship match. It looks like I don't think it's been made official yet, but I mean. If they don't Probably go with that, I mean, if they don't go with that, I mean, what are you going to do? You you yeah. have to have they they put on one of the best matches. I think I think it most certainly was the best women's match in WrestleMania history. I think it's one of the best that, matches. Period. That in match WrestleMania was insane. History. It was. I awesome. love. I I literally watched it again. Yeah, it's it was amazing, and obviously, and they said like they won an ESPY, best WWE moment of the year. So yeah. you know they deserve it. They deserve to have another rematch. It's going to be awesome. I hope it's just as good, if not better. Yeah. It probably will be. They're, I mean, they both bring it every time they get in the ring. So no doubt that, that it's going to be good. Um, but moving on to Monday Night Raw. Um, yeah, Raw was fucking trash. Goldberg got his match finally for Scherzies. That's the big thing that happened, I guess. Andy, are you excited to see Goldberg? Um. After seeing him against Drew McIntyre earlier this year, not really, which is kind of sad because it's that was like one of the fun wrestlers to watch growing up. You know, the guy who came in and just decimated everybody he faced. But I don't know. It's just not, like, it's not the same when he's 54, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, like in this era of like when you want to see in your main event match or for your main title, you want to see a good match. You want to see a good 20 to 25 minute match 
you want to see two good wrestlers go at it back like back and forth the whole way false finishes big moves you don't want to see a like a five minute or less match and that's what goldberg's going to give you like if you go any longer than that he's going to get tired he's been that way ever since 1998 when he debuted in wcw it's been like that his entire career like there were a few long matches that he did in 2003 when he was in wwe and they were trash they were absolute it, trash he he's that hard-hitting wrestler you know that gets in the ring hits it his his spear his jackhammer and then the match is over exactly and it's not fun to watch yeah so Especially, uh, honestly what i can see happening here is lashley and him exchanging a few spears goldberg being done and he'll probably hit him with like a a hurt lock or something yeah or i don't i don't know i don't know if they'll have goldberg tap out there's like a certain there's like a certain number of people like a certain number of wrestlers in wwe that like they refuse to show tapping out on TV. Like John Cena's never tapped out. Austin never tapped. Hogan obviously never tapped. Hogan almost never got pinned, period. But, um, and like Reigns has never tapped. I don't think Goldberg's ever tapped out to anything. Yeah, there's just like the, those big names that they they want to protect. You're, you're not going to see Goldberg tap. Uh, if, if Lashley does win by the Hurt Locker, or Hurt Locker, That's that was a movie, uh, by the Hurt Lock, um, it'll be because he passed out. Like, they'll 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 make him pass out or something. All right. Uh, I think it's just better if you if you get, like, a, a legitimate pin and, like, a decisive victory instead of the whole passing out thing because then, like... Yeah. Because then at that point, you can have Goldberg come back and be like, I never submitted, I never gave up, I demand a rematch, which... Nobody wants no more. yeah, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wanted to see Goldberg back in the first place. Yeah. Um, I would have preferred to see another Lashley and Kingston match. Yeah, I like, agree. Even though Lashley beat him down in minutes at Money in the Bank. But yeah, uh I have nothing like I wrote down stuff for Raw, but it's all just bad shit. And I don't want to talk mean, about it. Two quick things, and I Jack's cut up in her eye pretty good, like for real, he's cut up in her eye. That was yeah. kind of that look. That was then, uh, she was bloody as shit. Like her entire yeah. face was red. Yeah, and then Drew McIntyre like literally pulled out a claymore, like a sword. Like what the hell was that? <laughs> he's had that for a while. I but like in fact this in week. In fact this week, I'm pretty sure he named it Angela after his mom. Oh really? Well, I could be part. I could be wrong with the name or who he named it after, but. He gave his sword a name, and they talked about who they named it after. I wrote it down as uh, he named his sword Angela after his mom, but I could just be completely wrong with the name. And like it could be after his, it's either after his mom or his grandma. I'm pretty sure Angela's the name. I don't think I would get that wrong. I think I think I heard it enough on Monday that I was like, okay, I'll <laughs> write that down. But yeah, really, like the only good match that was on Raw was a repeat of last week. It was. Uh, Flair and Nikki Ash, which they're they're having a match. They're well, they're having a triple threat match with those two and Rhea Ripley at SummerSlam, and like that, you just keep having the same matches over and over and over on that's, Raw, and it just gets boring as shit. Like that's honestly been my like 
one of my biggest complaints about WWE this year is I, I felt like for the span of January t- until WrestleMania, we literally got the same, and it's still happening where you get the, the same match every single week. Like Nia Jackson, Santa Baszler facing whoever, like I'm pretty sure they did this, the exact same match three weeks in a row. It was, it just gets repetitive and old and then you're not excited to watch them at the, the big time pay-per-views. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Andy, that's what you're supposed to do in the intro. You're supposed to do that and crack a beer. Oh, yeah. Well. You big dum dumb. You can just cut that part, put it at the beginning, and make it look like I did it right. Yeah, that's like way too much work for me. So no, I'm not gonna do that. Well. Could I? Yeah. Will I? <laughs> no. Nope. So yeah. Monday Night Raw, not good. Uh, NXT, a couple good things here. So Dakota Kai uh, explaining her actions as to like why she beat down Raquel Gonzalez this week, uh, basically using like the classic line that everyone's mom has probably said to them at least once in their life. She's like, I brought you into this world and I can take you out of it. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, that's what that reminded me of. My mom said that to me, I don't know, probably like a thousand times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same. So, yeah, she she basically taught, like, she even pulled out, like, the Triple H line, like, plucked her from obscurity, like he talked about, like, Triple H said with uh, when he had his feud with Seth Rollins back in the day. But, yeah, she talked about how, like, she she pulled her as a nobody and made her, like, basically made her what she is and then she talked about how like Io Shirai basically picked her opponent uh for takeover stand and deliver and she picked Raquel instead of her and then Raquel ends up winning uh and becoming NXT women's champion and then Dakota Kai becomes the sidekick instead of the leader of that that little that team and she just wasn't having it anymore. And I thought this was just like an excellent explanation as far as like her her motives behind why she did what she did. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I was kind of expecting to see it sooner. Like I was expecting to see Dakota Kai turn on Raquel. And I was expecting to see it sooner. And then I was like, oh, it didn't happen. Maybe it won't happen. I'll just keep them together forever. And here it is. Yeah, I mean, you had to know it was going to happen eventually. And then yeah. Joe Joe talked about it a few weeks ago about how he knew it was coming because uh, NXT was being taped in the in the the what do they call it? The Capital Wrestling Center. So he he had read something that said it was coming. So yeah, uh, I would say probably best match of the night. There's two. I mean, there was two great matches. Uh, the tag team match between Grizzled Young Vets and uh, Cameron Grimes and LA Knight was very good. Uh, you had LA Knight making Cameron Grimes like wear his Butler gear out to the ring, and then you know Grizzled Grizzled Young Vets like beating down Grimes while he's in the ring, and he looks for a tag from LA Knight. LA Knight drops down off the apron and says, "You know, handle this yourself." And then Grimes gets beat down, loses the loses the match unfortunate but obviously takes that rivalry a little bit further but uh ted dibiase comes out afterwards and he's like urging cameron grimes to like find a loophole in this butler contract or agreement thing that 
can hopefully get him out of it. So we'll see where we go with that. And then uh, the main event, I, I would say, is the other obviously excellent match of the night. So Gargano versus Dexter Loomis. I was 100% expecting Dexter Loomis to win this match. and I was very surprised. Yeah, I was hope, hoping, hoping, yeah, hoping that true love would find a way. And Gargano wins. And then, and then out of nowhere, like despite that, Indy Hartwell rushes back to the ring and just pounces on Dexter Loomis. And uh, had a little makeout session in the middle of the ring. Didn't did not see that one coming. I didn't either, but I was a little excited for it. <laughs> uh, why, why is that? I I've, I've been get... rooting for these these two. Oh, I thought it was like and a, I was like... expecting Dexter to win, and then he didn't, and then he still got it. So okay, like, okay. Good for you, I, buddy. I, I thought yeah. you were saying like you were excited for it because like you know it like got you going or something. I don't know. Oh no, not from that <laughs> angle, you know. <laughs> Oh, understandable and- but oh andrew um the other thing they announced on nxt was we're getting uh walter versus Ilya dragunov at wait hold on power walking has finished uh three hours and 50 minutes poland has won the gold i that didn't see insane. anyone else i didn't see anyone else collapse i also don't know how many kilometers they went but i'm pretty sure it was 50 which is insane 50 kilometers is insane. I cannot believe. I just can't believe what I'm seeing. Uh, looks like we're about to have Germany, I think, get second place. Yep, Germany second. So I don't know where my Canada guy went. I, I need a medal here, Canada. Who is that? Who is that? Here he comes. Canada, bronze medal. Let's go, baby. He's so happy, and so am I. Mr. Mr. Dunphy, let's go. Canada wins me another medal. Spain gets fourth. Man, what a race. Incredible race to watch. I really want to see like the rest of them. Like I want I want to see like the first pack of racers get to the end and just like really battle it out for position. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting on here. But like they're so, they're so far behind. There's some people that still have like more laps to do. Like they're still like multiple kilometers behind so yeah when we get to that uh, i'll probably comment on it they're all sitting down too so like i feel like that would make you have to shit even worse (laughs) oh hold on hold on a second (laughs) there's two guys right here at the end uh there was a guy from australia and a guy from china the guy from china like he was way behind him it looked like and he just sped up at the end i don't know how much he might have had two feet off the ground there for a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. I have to get an official ruling for that. Yeah. Oh, they're calling it the race walk. I, I prefer power walking. I feel like that makes them sound more like athletes if you call them power walkers. Right. You know? No, not race walking. Yeah. The most incredible athletes on this planet, and you're going to call them race walkers? I don't know. Power walkers. I feel like that's what we should go with. Anyways, back to NXT. Um yeah, they announced Walter versus Ilya Dragunov, uh, their second match. Uh, it's for the NXT United Kingdom Championship. And, Andrew, I doubt you've ever seen the first match that they had. No. Yeah. So, this is your homework for the week. You need to go back on... Well, I guess you'll have to go back on Peacock because I almost said the WWE Network. You're going to have to go back on Peacock You'll have to you'll have to Google like when it was, but you have to go back and watch that that episode of NXT UK 
I've gone back and watched it before. It was match of the year. It was incredible. Right. So hard hitting. It it was just it's it's indescribable how good it was. Like didn't Walter just do a match recently? Uh he had a match at one of the takeovers we just watched yeah. against Champa. Um he had a match at the uh at takeover WrestleMania weekend. I don't remember what they called that takeover though. Or was that stand and deliver? Yeah, that was stand, sure that, was, stand that was that was stand and deliver. Um, yeah, that's when Raquel yeah, he had he had a match against Tommaso Ciampa. That was the last. I think that's the last we saw Walter, uh, at least on a pay per view scene. Right. But yeah, definitely like if for Andy or any of the listeners that haven't seen this Walter Ilya Dragunov match, you need to go back and watch this match. Um, just just Google it and like when it was. You go back, find that episode of NXT UK. You will not be disappointed whatsoever. It'll it's one of the best matches. Like it is the best match of that year, one of the best matches like of this decade. It's that good. Uh, but yeah, they announced that match for takeover 36. So if you're wondering, I am uh very excited for that. So uh AEW, last last show to cover here before we get on the listener questions, our last two listener questions. So I wanted to point out because we always do signs for retro ratings. Uh, we started with the uh, Chris Jericho and the the third labor of Jericho here, the Chris Jericho versus uh, Juventud Guerrera this week, who was one of his opponents uh, multiple times went back when they were both in WCW. Uh, the first thing we see, like as soon as MJF comes out, is a sign that says MJF likes fish sticks. <laughs> So, I mean, if you've never seen that episode of South Park, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But, yeah. Excellent sign. Um, but, yeah, Jericho and Juventud Guerrera or Juvie, uh Jericho wins. He, he had to have won. Uh, the, the, the stipulation here was Jericho has to win with a move off of the top rope. Uh, he ends up hitting a, like, a, like a Judas effect off the top rope. For the pin, and now his fourth labor of Jericho is going to be a match against Walt, or I almost said Walter, um, Wardlow next week with MJF at ringside. So this is like probably like the least, I guess like it's probably more, it'll probably be more entertaining than this Sean Spears match. But the last two have been like, whoa, I can't believe they're doing this match with the labors of Jericho. Like they had Nick Gage last week and they had, uh, who've who into Guerrero this week. So we were kind of expecting like the fourth and fifth labors of Jericho to be like, Oh man, everyone's predicting online. Like, Oh, what's it going to be? Well, next week is Walter or dang, I said Walter again, Wardlow. Um, <laughs> and then the fifth labor, hopefully it'll be like a, another big surprise. Like they have been the last two weeks. Um, they ended up showing like the, the replay from last week with the cash wheeler injury. And they showed like the turnbuckle, like puncturing his arm, which was insane. I missed well, that. I thought that was crazy to show like on television. TV? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you missed it because you didn't watch it live, Andy. You, you yeah, watched, I mean, yes. you watched a, a replay video of it, but yeah, looked gruesome, but it looks like it, or it sounds like, cause uh, Dax Harwood kind of cut, cut a little promo about it and he said like we're still looking at challenging 
uh, proud and powerful. So it looks like they might roll with that match at uh, All Out, which will be pretty. I mean, obviously it's going to be incredible. Those guys put on. Those guys are always going to going to put on a great match, no matter who they face. And then facing each other, it's going to be an incredible match. And I think really like the only other big the big news here out of um, out of Dynamite. Well, I guess I guess a smaller thing. Uh, this is something that the internet kind of blew up over was uh, Kenny Omega wore a uh, Cookie Monster shirt because they've been doing all these jabs or like hints at CM Punk coming to AEW. Uh, it's pretty much all but official. Like like I'm still in the I'm still in the realm of like I'll believe it when I see it. I don't care how many rumors, how many hints that AEW drops. Like yeah, I'm not gonna believe it until I freaking see it. You know. So how long has it been since he's been in WWE? 2014 is when he left. January, uh, like after the Rumble time for or I guess actually right before WrestleMania 30, I think is when he left. So yeah, he hasn't been he hasn't wrestled since then. He did like the little stint in MMA. Uh but yeah, like so so Omega wore a cookie monster shirt this week and uh some I saw someone online tweet like, "Yeah, CM Punk used to joke that the CM and CM Punk stood for Cookie Monster." So that like a lot of people were thinking like that's why Kenny Omega wore that shirt. I uh, just wanted to point that out. And then uh, in the main event, we had the debut of Malachi Black. He faced off against Cody Rhodes. Basically, made quick work of him, kind of like the the Brody Lee match when he took on Cody Rhodes for the um, the. TNT championship uh there there was a excellent spot in this match where Cody was up on the top rope black uh runs up jumps and kicks him while he's on the top rope and he flies back off the top rope like to the outside and crashes through uh like I guess it's their foreign announce table I think it's their Spanish announce table I'm not sure uh, but it's a, there's a, there's another table like outside right right next to the ring, and he goes yeah. through that table. It was like, and he's doing it backwards. Like that's incredible precision on both. Like mostly on Cody's part because like you you obviously like he he kicked him, but like you have to jump for that. And I mean, he caught it perfectly. It was it was just a crazy spot. And then Black brings him back in the ring, hits him with. I, I don't know what they're calling it, but I mean, he hits him with the black mass, wins the match. Cody starts to cut a promo like he's retiring, which at this point I thought like we might get like a, I, I was, I don't know what I was thinking, but like, I was like, oh man, are we about to get like a Daniel Bryan debut here or something like that? Cause like that one, I do believe that he is signed. Not that I don't believe in the CM Punk stuff, but like, I believe the Dan O'Brien stuff more than CM Punk, but nope. Black he he starts to take off his boots, which Jr. he refers to it as like, oh, this is like your universal sign of someone retiring, and then Black just comes back out and hits him with a chair, and then close out the show. So yeah, we'll see where that goes next week. But yeah, like all in all, other than Raw, I thought we had another excellent week of wrestling, Andy. Uh, you missed out, bud. You you missed out yeah. by by not watching everything. But hopefully, I can get back to watching the weekly shows on a more regular basis soon. But all right. Uh, so we're gonna move on to listener questions. Um, Andy, how comfortable do you feel answering uh, one wrestling question? I could try. 
Okay. You know what? I'll uh, I'll ask you this one because this, this doesn't really have to do with wrestling, but it, it does. Um, I've just started grabbing like stuff from Twitter. So this person writes on Twitter, uh, there's comfort food, comfort shows, comfort movies. Uh, so why not wrestling? Does anyone have like, so Andy, do you have a comfort wrestling show and or match that you constantly go back to and watch just, just because you enjoy it that much? So it's not uh, growing up. I was a huge John Cena fan. And I was also You're about huge... to say that. Are you about to say the SummerSlam Nexus match? Because I'll, I'll, I will drive up to Virginia and kill No, no, no. Not that much. Okay. I'm also a huge fanboy for The Rock. Right? Okay. So I like watching the second WrestleMania match they did. So the one that Cena won for the yeah. title? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, the, the, both of those are good matches. I, I enjoy both of them, but for I like the second one for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I find myself sitting down and just like rewatching the highlight reel of it on YouTube or something like that if it pops up. Yeah. Obviously, like I said, I wasn't watching wrestling back then live. So I, I have gone back and watched these, but, um, and I knew when I watched them for the first time who won. So it's kind of like a little spoiler. Uh, but I like both of them equally. I, I like the fact that the first one had a year long buildup. Yeah. And I like the fact that the second one did a lot of call did the the callback to the first one as far as how the first one ended, where Cena tried to taunt the Rock and the Rock gets up while Cena's trying to do the people's elbow, and then the yeah. Rock the Rock hits him and pins him, uh, and then the following year how Cena goes to do the same thing, catches himself on the ropes, doesn't let the Rock hit him, and then Cena hits him with an AA for the win and wins the title. So yeah, I enjoy those matches. Um, I would say for me. Ugh, I'm trying to think because I watch so much like I, I try to I try to like diversify like everything like I try to watch something different every time I watch but yeah. I, I I feel like I constantly find myself like uh, a lot of times there there's like a like a lot of times I'll, I won't pick a certain pay-per-view or I'm sorry I, I will usually try to pick a certain pay-per-view that I really enjoyed uh when I was younger uh one of those is and this isn't necessarily the one that I find myself watching the most, but this is the one like this is one of them that I find myself watching more than others. So there are other ones that I watch probably equally as this one. But I like I like going back and watching uh, Survivor Series 2003. I think I own this one on DVD back in the nice. days. I think it was one of the first ones that I owned uh, on DVD. I just really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the uh, the. I think it was the main event, the the five on five Survivor Series match where Shawn Michaels is down like three to one. He's bloodied. He's on Stone Cold's team. He's going against Eric Bischoff's team, and uh, takes down yeah. all three of them and is the lone survivor there. Uh, and then I, I always really enjoyed the uh, the ambulance match between Shane McMahon and Kane. I don't know. It was just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. That's I that's one I find myself watching like more often uh than other ones. Like I, I I like to go back and watch a lot of NXT takeovers and then I like to just go back and watch like random Royal Rumbles, especially close to Royal Rumble season. Yeah. Uh it, it really like the ones I watch are like depending on the time of the year for me. Like during the summer, 
like when it's when it's SummerSlam season, I like to watch old SummerSlams and try to yeah. I like to f- try to find new stuff too. So stuff I've, I was telling, like uh, matches I haven't seen before. And I was telling Zoe yesterday when we were watching WrestleMania 14. I love the stunner, but I don't know what it is about it when Stone Cold hits a stunner on the rock and he just goes like straight legs up in the air. I don't know what it is about it, but I think it's hilarious. I I love watching it every single time. Yeah, they you know talking about. Yeah, he's talked about that. The Rock. I actually I think both of them have talked about it. Like they uh they would talk to each other before matches, and The Rock was like, you, "Wait till you see how I sell this one," or something like that. Like <laughs> it, it cracks me up, honestly. Yeah. Um. All right, you ready for the next question? Yeah. All right, Andy. Uh, this week's theoretical question uh andy if you buy and actually i think joe and i have talked about this before once but i don't really care uh andy if you buy DiGiorno online and get it delivered to your house like a la like one of those oh. grocery store delivery sites oh. is it still DiGiorno? is it cooked i'm pretty sure it shows up still frozen because you're buying it from a grocery store and, the, and then it's getting delivered to your house Andy, I don't know if you knew this, but you can buy groceries from a grocery store and get them delivered to your house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I got, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. So, so if you, if on your online order, you get a DiGiorno pizza, but then the groceries get delivered to your house, is it still delivery or I'm sorry, is it still, damn it. Is it still DiGiorno? I'm going to take this on a kind of a different approach. And let, let's say you're at the grocery store shopping, right? And you buy a DiGiorno. Are you delivering it to your own house? No, I bought it at the grocery store. Andy, that's a that Andy, that's a silly question. I mean, is it though? You're transferring it from the grocery store to your house, just like yeah. You literally just used the word transfer. You didn't even use the word deliver. Use the wrong word to try and defend your argument there. Yeah, I feel like I lost a lot of traction there. Holy shit! I felt I felt strong going into that, and then uh, yeah. So, I mean, really, it's like a yes or no. What do you think? Based on the fact that it's not, it's still frozen, I'd say, I'd say it's still DiGiorno. I would also say it's still DiGiorno, just based specifically off the fact that the box still says DiGiorno on it. But just remember, it's, that not, is true. it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Even if it's, that, that is true. So basically what we're getting out of this week is even if it gets delivered to your house, it's still DiGiorno. Yeah. All right, sweet. So... uh yeah. What we're moving into next, uh, we've got another installment of the Drunk Dudes Draft, the Triple D. Uh, This week, we're talking fast food restaurants. Uh, This category was picked by uh, Brooks and my other good buddy from back home, Kevin. So they will both be joining us along with Dewey and yeah, I mean, we're drafting fast food restaurants. Hopefully I win again. I'm, I'm uh, when we when we get into it, I'll discuss the results of last week's draft. But Brooks uh, Brooks destroyed us, Dewey and I. So um, yeah, hopefully I can get back to my winning ways. But yeah, so without further ado, I present to you the uh, Drunk Dudes Draft of fast food restaurants. Okay, we now welcome on. Dewey, Brooks, and Kevin. First time on the podcast for Kevin. Dewey and Brooks are back for another week of 
the Drunk Dudes Draft. This week, we are talking fast food restaurants slash fast casual. Uh, I guess a little definition here. Uh, I'm just going to I'm literally just going to pull up what Kevin said in the text group uh, a few days ago here. He said you could clarify that with pretty much any restaurant that you order drive through or at the counter and you don't have a server. So that's what we're rolling with. I don't know if that's Merriam-Webster defined, but uh, that's the one I went with. I like it. So Brooks Brooks is obviously back um, for reasons that he kind of predicted last week. Uh, I didn't think Brooks had a had that strong of a draft, but Dewey and I got absolutely fucking smoked last week. Uh, Dewey got last. I uh, got 25, oh, last. 25% of the vote. Uh, I got second with 33% of the vote and Brooks got 42% of the vote. I, I personally can't say I'm, su- I'm surprised. I came here, I said what I was going to do, and then I went out and did it. Sure. Call so, the shot. Fact. So, so Brooks, uh, with the time-honored tradition, you know, we've, we've been doing this for so long. Uh, we have our, we're doing our fourth one now, so obviously we have so many traditions. Uh, why don't you go ahead and pick this week's order for the draft? Of fast food restaurants. Okay, I've given this zero thought except where I'm going to pick. First overall, Dewey. I feel bad for him. He got last place. Feel like he needs a little bump there. First is the worst pick, though. Yeah, I don't want to be first, but thanks, thanks for that. And <laughs> yeah, suck it. Then. Um, I will be selecting second. Uh, I am going to let Dylan go third, and then I will let Kevin have the first wraparound pick. The runner, That's runner. Fair. The runner, runner. That's uh, that's. I mean, sometimes it's the best. Sometimes it's it's. You, you got a lot of pressure on you. In my opinion: there is two. There are two options for one one, and I do not want the pressure of making that pick. I think everyone knows what it's going to be. I, I made a. Do. I made a separate list of just first rounders, so I hope uh, two drop to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Dewey's gonna make the same one-one that we all that probably not. The, the if other. he does that, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed off. What's the official um, fast food, fast casual of Drunk Dudes Wrestling podcast? So Ooh. Dewey can just take that one like he did for the drinking game. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Long John Silver's. Yo, <laughs> you're actually this podcast is sponsored by Long John Silver's. No, we don't have any sponsors, but we don't have any sponsors. But yeah, if you, you want to pay me uh, and Joe, that would be great. I was going to say whatever fast food, fast casual place has the best chili cheese fries. Oh, uh, Crying Johnny's, the official, <laughs> yeah, the official, the official. I, I didn't think anyone was going to pick that. So I'll just go ahead and say Crying Johnny's from Mount Airy, Maryland, uh, the official fast food sponsor of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. And now no one can pick that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And there's servers there. So, yeah, I guess it's not really fast casual. But they so don't I'm, hand you your check. That's sure. true. It's specifically for the chili cheese fries. Dylan like went with like a big definition of like fast food and fast casuals. Like his listeners are just absolute like idiots. Like they're fucking begging for it. Hear those? (laughs) I get the wrestling fans, but come on. Yeah, like Jesus, man. (laughs) They're also just like, dude, shut up. We got it. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like someone's just sitting there in their car listening to this. Like, I demand a fucking definition. (laughs) All right. Uh, Dewey, start us off, bud. Okay. So there's a lot of, lot of different ways you can go with fast food or fast casual food. However, we've noticed that there's 
only one top tier of this category, and I don't know what to do with the first overall pick. And if I have it, that means you guys can't have it. Uh, and I like to diversify my food. So for the, with the number one overall pick, I am selecting Panda Express. Horrendous. Horrendous 1-1. One, one. Good luck trying to get an Asian fast food place then. I don't now, need I, one, I'll, Dewey. I'll, I'll hop on Dewey's side with that one. I had that as a first rounder. Um, I think but it's, it's not one one, not a one one. But I, I had like, that as first rounder. I'm in a state of shock. Like how <laughs> Pan Express went one one. That's not what I was like in my head setting you up to pick. I no, now, I now, my brain's now broken. Yeah, I'm now going to get one of my top two picks. I know it, and I know exactly which one Brooks and Dylan are taking. Yeah, I don't know who's going to take it, but I know what two are going off the board. Ooh, that's interesting. I wonder if Brooks is thinking the. Uh, so I know we. I think we, we have three, to be. The three of us know the one that we're all that we all want, <laughs> and then I think I wonder what the other one is that we're all. I think no. I think it's two very obvious selections, and mm-hmm. I do too. All right, um, go. All right. Well, Amancy, do you suck? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this plays <laughs> out. Oh boy. Okay. Well, this is not a situation I thought I'd find myself in, but I'm going to take, I think, the clear number one undisputed. <sighs> what is that? Is that a little, is a little hesitation on this clear number one pick, Brooks? Yeah, because I don't – I don't. okay. Okay. In, in my brain, I'm like between the best fast food or the best fast casual. So there's no clear – there's no clear. I know well, you exactly. Were to take, you were supposed about. to take one of them, and I was just gonna take the other. <laughs> don't 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 worry, Brooks. I'll take the other one. I know, but I really wanted. I didn't want to have this decision. Is the problem? Um, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna stay true to what I eat one to two times a week. I'm taking Chipotle. Yeah, that's really uh, that's really upsetting. I was really hoping you'd give me the first pick so I could get Chipotle, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, it is. I just pictured someone basing their uh, dinner order off of what we pick and getting so pissed off at us just dammering around ourselves, <laughs> not answering anything for 10 minutes. Just picking fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy fucking waiting on? <laughs> My whole strategy is I wanted one of those two that I know you guys are thinking and I was like, well, everyone's going to be thinking that. I, I don't know. I thought Dewey would be thinking that also. I chose one person who probably wouldn't have made I want them So there's one thing here, and I'm like, I wonder if I'm thinking the same thing as you guys are for, for my pick now. <clears throat> I really hope that I, did, that I don't screw myself over here and that I'm actually taking the other pick. Kevin wins the draft if you don't do it, I think we all do. <sighs> Well, I mean, I would say there's still a chance. Dewey, Dewey already lost the draft, let's be honest. You don't know that. We don't even know that. <laughs> I disagree, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to have a well-rounded draft, and you might have three Mexican restaurants on your draft. <laughs> well, I, I mean, hopefully I can get one, but, I mean, at this point, the, my favorite one's already taken. My favorite re- – this was just my favorite restaurant, period. Yeah. Fast, fast or not, I could eat Chipotle for every meal every day. Um. So third pick, this is going to be really embarrassing if I don't pick the one you guys are thinking of, but I'm going Chick-fil-A. That's a good pick. Okay, sweet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
that would have been so embarrassing if that wasn't the one. Like, if I would have picked, like, I don't know, Long John Silver's there or something. <laughs> yeah, you, like, shit on Dewey so much. And then just... <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I, I don't really don't think there was any debate um, between Chick-fil-A being top of fast food and Chipotle being top of fast casual. Um, I, I honestly thought Chick-fil-A would be 1-1, considering it's probably the best overall. Only six uh, days a week, though. Only six days a week. Um, And for some reason, I always do get a craving of Chick-fil-A and it just happens to be Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone has that. It's kind of, it's kind of the worst thing ever, actually, that, that Sunday Chick-fil-A craving. Yeah. Um, Chick-fil-A also like the goat sauce, right? Chick-fil-A sauce. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you know they sell that like off brand? Yeah. They sell it at grocery stores. No, 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 not. I'm not talking about they selling the actual Chick-fil-A sauce like in the Chick-fil-A sauce bottle. They sell like off-brand, like Walmart brand Chick-fil-A sauce, and it tastes basically the same. For, like, I would half, never buy that. For like half the, it's like half the fucking price. <laughs> Brooks, have you heard of the bottle? They sell it at Target. I, I've seen I've seen it. I haven't bought it. Just because like that's like that's like easy stuff when you're at the grocery store to be like, I want to eat somewhat healthy, so maybe I shouldn't buy like a yeah. Chick-fil-A sauce, so I don't buy it. Because I just know that that's a disaster. I just always have Chick-fil-A sauce. Or I guess I guess I always have the the off-brand Chick-fil-A sauce. And then like some Sweet Baby Ray's in my in my fridge ready to go. Something to dip my tendies in, you know? I, I always make a nice ranch, sriracha ranch mix. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Well, it also helps for me being 28 years old and living with my parents. Where uh, they also <laughs> shop for... Uh, <laughs> A 12-year-old and a 6-year-old, too. So we got the uh, Chick-fil-A sauce stashed up in the fridge and then some fruit sacks and Starburst and fruit by the foot in the pantry. Kevin just disclosed himself. Kevin's just disclosing his entire life right now. (laughs) Luckily, it's only to like three people. But um, have you guys have you guys had I want to go back to Chick-fil-A. Have you guys ever had the chick like the chicken burritos for breakfast? No, I've had the um, little mini, the little mini sandwiches though. Not the yeah, three. the biscuits, the chicken yeah. minis. So yeah. yeah, it's probably my favorite fast food breakfast item. Period. They have like these chicken burritos. They have the it's like the nuggets, egg, cheese, and hash browns in them, and they come with like a jalapeno salsa. It's so good. Hmm. Some would say to die for. Hmm. I would say that. I've never had it, so probably. highly recommend. Highly recommend. I'm not a fast food breakfast guy in general. Me like, neither. I don't really enjoy any of them except for one place. Hmm. Maybe we'll talk about that later. All right, <clears throat> Kevin, run a runner for you. All right, cool. Um, so I had four first rounders. Um, the first three went. I was hoping that I was going to be able to loop around and get one of my top two. And then also Panda Express, knowing that would be a uh, – uh, you know, a less popular option. Dewey, I appreciate it. Brooks yeah. and Dill. Yeah, so like noodles. Pan Express there, right? is awesome. Yeah. It is good. I'm not saying it's not good. I just don't think it's 1-1. Did you guys have Panda Express at JMU or Kent? Um, no, we had like, there was like uh, Chinese food places, but none of them were like Panda Express. I yeah. don't think, yeah, I don't think I had, I mean, we had, we had Panda in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Maryland had won their student union, so it's it's definitely a difference maker. 
All right. I've only had it like once or twice ever. Oh. So. so I have um, probably the original of all. I was hoping Dylan was going to take it, considering um, whenever he orders from there, he gets four hash browns. Um, I've seen him do it twice. Jesus. Um, <laughs> very unfairly maligned for being unhealthy or whatever, trashy, but um, still holds up McDonald's. Yeah. Big Mac, 10 piece, whatever you want. Um, you know, a classic. They've also upped their game to like, they've upped their like signature sandwich game to come kind of like stay relevant with the fast food. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, the signature. Yeah. I feel like that was a pick where like, like you want your, you want your team to like, we want the wide receiver. We want the running back. We want like the like all-star safety and Kevin just drafted like the best like middle like of all, like offensive guard in the NFL. I was gonna say middle linebacker. It's like no, just that's just like an interior O line staple that will yeah. be in the next fifteen years like very solid, like I solid pick. I know this is an interior line, but like that's your <laughs> Joe, that's your Joe Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, a tackle too. That's just an offensive line pick where the fan base is bored, like. Whoa, there's so many crazy things left, and yeah. you just went with like the steady, reliable. Yeah, old, reliable McDonald's. Um, yeah, if that didn't go in the first round, maybe our three listeners would have yelled at us. I don't know. <laughs> um, I also do want to restate how much I, I think it's bullshit how much shit McDonald's takes as an establishment. Um, it's great for money, what you can afford, and uh, the food is good. You don't have to eat it if you're a vegan and you don't want it, but uh, <laughs> never disappoints. I've had it disappoint a few times, but that's yeah, just because of that's but... because of how how frequently I go there. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're bound to have a few bad trips as as often as I go, and people people always complain about how the uh, the the drink machine or whatever that makes like the 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 coffee drinks is always down, but like I don't ever order those, so I never care. Or the the classic like um, I've never had it happen also, but like the ice cream machine's broken. I know that's yeah. a common complaint about McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I've never actually witnessed. That just reminded me. Remember Coning? 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 No, no, no. Jesus, no. Not Joseph Coney. <laughs> Coning when people would like order a, a small cone and then they would grab oh. it from the top. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Remember. That, that was like Vine. That was like old Vine. Yeah. Oh man. Wayback machine right there. Yeah, I didn't think what form of social media that was on. I was like, no, it's not Instagram, but it's definitely Vine. Man, I miss that. I mean, TikTok's better now, but you know, those six second vines, they were great. All right. So I got another one. Hmm, this is tough. Um, yeah, so you had to go McDonald's, you know, didn't think it would make it past the first round. It's not going to. Um Second pick, I'm going to stay on burger themes, and I'm going to go with Shake Shack. Whoa. So I know it might be regional. I I looked it up. It originated in New York. There's a ton of them in D.C. Um, I'm not sure if it has the global pool that this podcast uh, attracts. but uh, You guys are are such good friends, but no. But – 
it's one I can't pass up. I had it on Monday, um, and it, it it really is one of the best, I guess, fast casual ones there is out there. So, Shake Shack's off the board. Oh, that's I've never. That's a in, that, so. incredible pick. I had it for lunch today. Damn. I was moving, didn't have food. Was like, oh yeah, I live a block from one now. I'm going to be 400 pounds. Yeah, that was the one I ate out on Monday. <laughs> Brooks, you're. I mean, with the mustache and everything, you could really turn into a fat cop. <laughs> yeah, like, you really could. <laughs> like yeah, actually. Yeah, well, maybe I'll. I need to. I need to find a gym around here. I like that pick. That's a good pick. Very solid. And now I have no fucking idea what I'm gonna do with my life. That was um, near the top of my big board. Yeah, I've never heard of this place. I'm not from your region. Honestly. That's probably why. Oh well. I mean, you already lost a draft. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Dewey, you better come back with like some crazy fucking second and third round pick, or else, yeah, I think you're, I think you're done for. Um, I need to stop saying that right before I make my picks, or else, I'm, just I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna lose again. Uh, all right. So I have a chicken place. Uh, I'm gonna go with a burger place now. <sighs> Now it's just got to figure out which one I want to pick. But I think I'm going to go with the one that just, it tastes the best. No, no, I'm not going to pick that one. Leslie's sitting right next to me and like pointing out which one I should pick. <laughs> uh, she just pointed at one that's uh, very close to McDonald's. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But I'm going to go with one that has pretty much just like, it, it's basically just burgers and fries. Uh they used to have peanuts. I think I'm, I don't know if they still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you basically get whatever the fuck you want on your burger. Uh, I'm going with Five Guys. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. The only thing about Five Guys is it's shut kind up. of shut pricey. up, Dewey. It is kind shut of up, pricey Dewey. when you go in there. And then I thought it was pricey in Hawaii, but then I moved to Virginia, and it was almost the same price in Virginia. But like a burger and fries is about eighteen dollars. Yeah, you know what I don't care about, Dewey? The price of fast food, because when I go, I'm spending 40 bucks regardless. This is the same guy who just said he buys the off-brand Chick-fil-A sauce. Fuck off. Yeah, Got him there. Got him. Damn. Uh, five Guys solid. I think the fries are a tad bit overrated. But other than that, I mean, the burgers are fantastic. Yeah. They also give you the, the, way more the, fries the, than what you pay for. Too. Oh, yeah. Fry, a fry feeds, too. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, yeah, a small fry feeds too. Maybe, maybe not me, but yeah, maybe also, one of you. Really good colors too. It like pull you in the red and white checkers. Yeah. Oh, dude, stop giving away other places. You really? Are you really? <laughs> you really that threw me off for a second. I hope no one has that one. <laughs> Dewey might for all. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my number one burger. Come burger. on, you guys don't like Mister Bag? That guy's awesome. <laughs> oh shit all right brooks brooks i Uh, I mean you've got i think i have you have chipotle already so well i feel like everyone is pivoting trying to like fill different categories which i don't really like give a fuck about that because we're not doing a categories draft i did not expect this to make it as deep into the draft as it did but i'm taking taco bell Yep, I knew okay. that. I, as soon as you said that you're not giving a fuck about categories, I was like, he's picking Taco Bell. Yeah, I mean, well, one, it's it's a it's a fast food restaurant that probably more than any other fast food restaurant 
Um, <clears throat> I feel like every championship for every sport is like a, if they steal a base, free taco. Yeah. If they do this, free taco ball. Every single championship has that. When I was talking about breakfast, this, I, in my opinion, taco is the best breakfast. Am crunch wraps are fucking fire. That's and true. The best, not, I mean, maybe not the best, but they have, I would say, a top three fast food item and just a cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, that's my yeah. go to. Save them. Crunch wraps are cream. I think just, well, I meant cheesy gordita crunch. But, yeah, yeah. But Crunchwrap Supreme's up there, too. Yeah, so I just, I, I'm shocked that I got Taco Bell this late in the second. So, I will say, just, just you know, devil's advocate here. Um, they've ruined themselves in the last, like, year. Taking, taking all, the, all the items that had Fritos on them and all the items that had potatoes. They do potatoes. seem to get rid of their best item they get almost rid of yearly. A, yeah, they get rid of a lot of their good shit. But I, I will say, obviously, the Cheese Gordita Crunch and Crunchwrap Supreme are the two, th- like, the two staples I think they'll never get rid of because they are that fucking good. Also forgot Baja Blast. Yeah, I'm yes. not a big, not it's a big, not, not a big fan of Baja Blast. Exclusive to Taco Bell anymore, though. So that's that's also true. Really, really? Yeah, you, you can, can buy, buy Baja Blast at the store, Seven yeah. Eleven. Oh, oh, well, okay, but that just means it's so good it's branched out. Yeah, yeah, but it used to be. It used to only Taco. just be. At it's Taco no, Bell. that's bullshit. You can't like go to a grocery or go to the store, buy Baja Blast, and not in your head it doesn't resonate with Taco Bell. Baja Blast will always be related to Taco Bell for me. Yes. Sure. It's just not exclusive to Taco Bell anymore, whereas it used to I be. I guess that's fair. And they also didn't have it at every Taco Bell location, right? Did they not? I thought they did. Everyone I went to had it. Yeah, Taco Bell's definitely a good choice. If I would have taken that, I mean, I, I know that's, if not first rounder, maybe second rounder. I would have felt a little disingenuous taking that one just because it's not a top of my list. But nevertheless, a good one. Last weekend, I ordered like $30 of Taco Bell and fell asleep before it showed up to my apartment. <laughs> Leslie and I went to the beach last week and then on the way back, ordered, we got $40 worth of Taco Bell. You had a one up you. You had a one up you. Yeah, that was a, I had. That was a one up. That was a one up you by 10 Yeah, I, I thought about just lying and saying I bought $50. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, no, I'm went. just not doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, I went to Taco Bell and spent one million dollars <laughs> <laughs> all right uh dewey do you want to just go ahead and skip or what yeah just, just count me out. <laughs> apparently i i don't like food i guess apparently you guys hate pan express you guys hate i don't pandas. hate panda express you guys hate pandas my... apparently you guys ever no. seen that's no what I'm that's what i'm no. hearing that's what i'm hearing no uh i have a couple picks uh coming up that both of them have potential to be vetoed. I'm just gonna float them by the group just to see. Um, I've got my veto trigger so fucking ready right now. <laughs> uh, for the first pick or the last pick in the second round, the first of my two picks, Panera Bread. Definitely not vetoed. Yeah, I yeah, it's, it's pretty quick. It's very fast casual. You got fast casual. You put your like ticket in. Yeah, at a thing. You got pretty good sandwiches, salads. Soup in a bread bowl. Uh, they have a lot of different things. It's not that expensive, and the quality of food is up there, more so than fast food. It's good. Yeah, I, I like it. Leslie's giving you a round of applause. And breakfast. Uh-huh. The breakfast is good. 
I've never had the breakfast. I've never had the breakfast. Sausage, either. egg, and cheese panini. But uh, I've, I've, I've never good. been disappointed walking out of a Panera bread. No. Yeah, you that's know, a good pick. I like it. You know, they say everything, like, tastes better, like, wrapped in bacon. Yeah, because it's true. Yeah, but, like, I feel like there is a little bit, like, somewhat, like, everything tastes better in a bread bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It does. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, bread bowls are awesome, no matter what's in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Broccoli and cheddar bread bowl. Yeah. It's very, very good. That, and they have, the, they have the meals where you can get half a sandwich and soup yeah. together. Like, that's a perfect lunch. Perfect lunch. It's a bit small. Or salad, too. A bit small for my liking, but yeah. Well, that's just, a, that's just like a compliment to just soup and salad. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, no. Uh, soup and sandwich. Soup and sandwich. Yeah, you can do any of the three. Soup and salad. Soup and sandwich. Sandwich salad. salad. Yeah. Got some good combos there. You pick two. And then I get another pick. <sighs> yep. This is tough. I'm probably going to get made fun of for this pick. Mike Evito definitely will get made fun of. We'll see. Uh, First round or first pick, round three, Starbucks. I knew it. I'm not vetoing that. (laughs) No. I I also don't hate it. They got coffee. They got some decent food items going there for, I like my, like, the super girly white mocha cappuccino with whipped cream. They get an iced caramel macchiato. Yeah, every time, I I fl- every time I fly, I make sure I go to a Starbucks because I feel fancy walking around with my Starbucks cup. I'm, I Starbucks. My problem with the Starbucks, in, like I'm just not a coffee guy, so I very rarely find myself at a Starbucks. My aunt, my aunt, a couple Christmases ago, got me and my brother's gift card. She got each of them Amazon gift cards, and then she got me a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Just go, just go buy like ten cake pops or something. Yeah, yeah I was so mad. I was like, "I'm not. I, I don't even know what I do." With that. Spend it on pastries. <laughs> yeah, I was so mad. I was like, God. "But your brothers got Amazon gift cards. They got Amazon gift cards, and for some reason, I got a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> Fucking joke. It's like I, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> oh fuck! Honestly, Dewey. Um, Big pander pick there. You probably go. You probably get some votes for that. I th- I think so. I think I think I'm, I'm covering multiple bases. Actually, the last two of your picks are those are two big time female. You'll, you'll get a lot of female votes. Yeah. What's the What's the basic white girl listener demographic? Panera uh, and Starbucks. Uh, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. How I think many, Dewey's gonna clean up with that one. Don't know how many basic white girls listen to a wrestling podcast. Drunk dudes wrestling. I don't know. I don't know. Dude, he's gonna just spam send this like yeah. vote sheet. <laughs> vote on this. <laughs> well, Leslie's over there. She's gonna just send out a, a courtesy text message to her friends, be like, hey, yeah. Yeah. do him a favor. Do Dill a favor. Just vote on this. <laughs> Dewey, I need if you're if you're gonna send this off to get people to vote, I need screenshots. I need sure. screenshots yeah. of what I need screenshots of what their votes are. <laughs> I feel like I'm just not going to believe you now when you come back and say, yeah, I got like 80 votes. <laughs> so are we allowed to retweet the Drunk Dudes Wrestling post of it? Kevin, it's your, it's your Twitter. You can do whatever you want. Sure. I actually fucked up. Hand up. I should have done that. Yeah. So I, I didn't know if there was a rule against doing so because Brooks didn't. That's no, my bad. Brooks is just a I bad should've. friend. 
Yeah, I yeah you guys are more than welcome to send out the graphic to anyone that you want and just send me back how many votes each each person got just don't lie to i me. want I, I want screenshots of that i i think screenshots need to be done with that okay well i'm not giving you guys screenshots of votes because i do this fairly but yeah if i didn't do this fairly i would i, I would have won again last week so that's true it was it was probably pretty sketch when I won the first two. <laughs> Definitely after you right. picked you picked what, what was that first round pick on the oh fuck what did I oh I picked Something fucking shrimp. I picked bang bang, bang shrimp in and, the yeah. in the appetizer draft and everyone was like I've never had that in my life no I was like so you're telling is. me I could have gotten bang bang shrimp in the fifth round absolutely yeah then but I had us and had us all vote yeah. on it and then i and then i texted all my friends who know what bang bang shrimp were and i got a lot of votes back being like dude bang bang shrimp's the best <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't really understand your guys hawaii draft but i definitely have gone yeah with Dylan the last two yeah. i was just i think a product of us like only i've only been at hawaii for six days it was just something we wanted to do as the first draft but yeah uh, let's get back on track here. Brooks, uh, follow up Dewey's Starbucks pick there, pal. Okay. Um, I'm going to take, I think, all right, I don't even know. I have like an intro to this one. I'm going to take just the king of pizza. I'm taking Domino's. Not, my, pizza, not my, not my, not my president of pizza. You know what I'm saying? Not my king either at all. <laughs> no, but it, it just is. It's the best, um, whatever we want to call it, fast food delivery pizza place there is. I think it's very convenient. There's other ones to pick, but I would, if you had to, like, if you had, if you had to twist my arm, I'm picking Domino's. Are you sure you don't want to go with another That's Mexican fun. restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> or, um, or, or Long John Silver's. Yeah. <laughs> still on board. I, I, I like Long John Silver's. Long John Silver's. I know, but still I'm, on the board. I'm taking Domino's. It has nothing to do with me working there for like three consecutive summers. I hope, I, I hope we don't get sued by Long John Silver's. Hopefully they're not listening. Yeah. Uh, are they even still in business? I think so. Uh, oh, yeah, they are. They are. Obviously, you would know. Yeah. I'm supporting them. All right. Yeah, we can move on to the next one. No one has to. I totally forgot. I, I, really, I, I just realized that you mentioned the fact that you worked there for three years. What a, what a, what a time to be alive. Brooks, Brooks the, the delivery driver. Oh, that was great. Brooks Pyman. That was my nickname. Wait, <laughs> did you work there in college, Brooks? It was, I think it was actually only two summers. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was in college. A simple, a simple yes would have sufficed. Delivering pizzas. Yeah. I can remember. That was awesome when you just used to make pizzas and get off work and bring it to us when we were Wherever we were. <laughs> Those were the fucking days. All right. Who's up? I'm up. Crack this beer and figure out what I'm going to pick. I'm going to pour a drink. Fuck, that really sucks. The, I actually picked that. I, I, feel like, I feel like what I just did was, or is this maybe it's a podcast? You, you up, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to it. Let's, let's, if this, if this let's, is podcast material, just keep it in. But I feel like what I just did was like I just drafted a kicker in like the seventh round of a fantasy draft. No, you drafted a defense. You just opened Pizzagate. Like, that's what I okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. About, like, I just draft. No, they're about to. St- it's like when oh, the first person that drafts a defense, they're about to start rolling off the board. It's gonna be a run yeah. on pizzas. Quite possibly. I don't know. I think I might have just figured out what I'm gonna do with my next pick here. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I mean, everything else that's left on my board is like equal, in my opinion. Oh, wait, I just found something. No, nah, I'm still going to go with this. Uh, I'm going to go with the other one. I'm going with Pizza Hut because it's better than Domino's. I wanted you to draft Pizza Hut so bad because they fired you. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. <laughs> Fuck you guys. They also blacklisted him too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they they did not blacklist me. They just stopped delivering to my area. <laughs> but honestly, Dill, they you... stopped delivering to my entire neighborhood in Hawaii. They didn't just blacklist me. They blacklisted my fucking neighborhood. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw Pizza Hut. Dill, you now have the last laugh because that Pizza Hut Mount Airy is now becoming a Chick-fil-A. You're damn right, bitch. And <laughs> very spot on. And you know what my first round pick was? Pizza Hut? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But I'm not going to trash Pizza Hut because it's fucking delicious and it's my third round pick. I'm going to talk it up here a little bit. Um, wings, better. They don't have sandwiches. I, I will say that's that's the edge that, that Domino's has on Pizza Hut. Um I think the pizza is better, just period. The only thing on the pizza I'll give them is like uh, pizza that has the stuffed crust, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there you go. Say no more, fam. Wings and pizza. Like, what more could you ask for when doing literally anything like sitting on the couch watching sports? I, hang, I don't think I've hang, ever had their wings. So hanging out with the know. boys. Well, yeah, they're, they're delicious. So am I up? Are you up next? Yes, yeah. yep, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, as soon as one pick's made, Kev, you can just go whenever. You could just right. you could you could have just interrupted the shit out of me and just been like, "Well, I want to pick Long John Silver's." <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll stay on the uh, the pizza train though. Um, Look what you did, and I'll go with the other of the big three. I'll go with Papa John's. Papa Diaz. I will. Uh, I will. I'll say Papa John's garlic sauce is untouched. Domino's and Pizza Hut do not have that to offer or a close alternative. Um, Pretty sure they and do. And I'll give a, a, a shout out to the $7 large pizza plain cheese at College Park student special. Um, <laughs> a drunk eat of choice for about three or four semesters straight. So. I thought you were going to say three or four years of your life. <laughs> Close. The one I agree, the garlic sauce is like what they're known for, but I think it is just like an extra seventy-five cents to get virtually the same exact sauce at Domino's. So it costs extra. Costs, yeah. I mean, well, I think Domino's probably stole it from Papa John's because yeah, most likely. they didn't always Doesn't. do that, and the pepperoncinis are fire too. I yeah, like yeah, no, like they did. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to oh, say I had my first papadilla last week and I was pleasantly surprised. It was as Plus. appetized. They're delicious. Yeah. I yeah, I would say though, like obviously the papadilla is kind of like what a big thing on like social media. Do they offer anything else? I don't what, even know. Uh, Papa John's? Uh, yeah, I think do they, they have like breadsticks. Do they I have, think they have pizza breadsticks? Yeah, I think they have pizza, I think. I've never even heard of anybody ever ordering something other than just a pizza from Papa John's. Besides uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you they said definitely that. have I mean, you gotta have cheesy bread, you gotta have the the garlic breadsticks or whatever. Don't too. they have I'm garlic? Interested. I think they have garlic knots, don't they? Uh, yeah. yeah, they do, they do. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. Um, Kevin, um, Kevin, start us off on the fourth round. Ooh, I'm watching equestrian and uh, her on the, in the Olympics and the horse just knocked over two, two things. That's, that's it, tough. Is it Bruce Springsteen's daughter? I don't fucking know. Right. Forgot about that. <laughs> well, it just jumped over a wall that looks taller than me. So that horse is pretty fucking dope. Oh, it just also another thing. weird equestrian talk. Did you know they wear inflatable vests? Like the vests have airbags. What? Who? The vests that they wear. The, the, the horse. The horse wears <laughs> the vests. The riders, they, they can like sense them falling off the horse. And if it senses they fall off, they fucking like blow up. So oh, that's like, bullshit. I want to see my I want to see my athletes get slightly injured. I like I saw they, someone when they saw do someone, dumb shit. I saw someone wreck on the Olympics and I was like, holy fuck, like that's a fat person to be riding this horse in this event. Yeah, and like I, I want I want this thing. Best. I want this thing to like be more like a rodeo. I don't want I want <laughs> I don't want an inflatable vest. I want I want people to hit the dirt and then have to run away from a bull. No, inflatable vest. All right. That's also a thing I um I only know the topic from Bill Burr's podcast, not to plug another podcast. Well, um, I'm gonna bleep that. God damn it. No, but uh <laughs> MotoGP also is like uh the motorcycle version of I guess F one. They have the inflatable vest too that sense when you fall off and but I, I wouldn't think you would need that falling off a horse versus a motorcycle going almost 200 miles per hour. I feel like if you get hurt falling off a horse, it's because the horse like steps on you. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Or like kicks you somehow. I don't know how an inflatable vest would protect against that. But. Yeah. Also, uh, also just dropping the other podcast. Like it's all good. Bill and I are, we're, we're good. We're good. Guests <laughs> <laughs> yeah, segment here or there. Yes. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've got we, we've got a couple interviews with Bill planned out here in the near future. Don't don't you worry about that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Kevin, right. the fourth round. Let's let's get this let's get this fourth round going here. Okay, so I think the third round was the pizza theme. I'll kick off um, the next round. At least I think um, I'm gonna go with Potbelly's Sandwich Works. As my pick in the fourth round. Okay. Never so, been there. Pop, pop Holy bellies. shit, the horse just fell down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dylan, shut up. <laughs> Did the vest go off? No, the vest didn't go off. What do we do? The horse hit every bar and it fell down. Oh my god. It's okay. You have to, like, put the horse down. Like, I know. I'm la- <laughs> I'm laughing, but like the horse, the horse seems like it's yeah. Good. Usually whenever a horse hits the dirt, I think that's kind of uh what happens? <laughs> the, the tank horse. goes up, and you hear the gunshot. <laughs> the horse trot. The horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kevin. The horse. The horse trotted away. It seems like it's okay. All right. Remember, remember when the Houston Rockets tweeted the horse emoji, and then the gun emoji when they eliminated like uh, the the Pistons from the playoffs or something? No, I don't, Brooks. I know what you're talking about. That would have been an NBA Finals, so that couldn't have been it. Yeah, that wasn't it. The, Maybe not the Pistons. But and Dewey, 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 the Detroit fans, like, that definitely didn't fucking happen. That didn't happen. I don't think the Rockets and the Pistons ever played each other in the playoffs. in the Because that would be a championship. Yeah, it probably would have been like a regular season game, if anything. Right, maybe it wasn't the Rockets, but it was somebody and the Pistons. Yeah, what? I know what you're talking about. Brooks, do you remember when you tried to make a point and how fucking wrong you were? About what? The Rockets. 
just now. Uh, I wasn't that wrong because it happened. I just mixed up the team. Anyway, Kevin, pot bellies go. Pop, never had pot bellies. Pot belly sandwich works. Yeah. Um, I had a couple on my list under this topic, um, but I had to go with pot bellies. The mac and cheese is awesome. The chili's awesome. Um, the salads are fine. They have shakes too. For me, tops the list at any other sub related fast food place. See, we're potentially trying to steal the sandwich. Yeah, are we going on a sandwich run? Sandwich run? That was my pick. I figured if I took that one, other people would go. But I mean, there's plenty of other options left. What are you trying to? I don't know what I'm trying to get at, but I mean, I, I mean, I realize now that we're in the fourth round and there's a lot of stuff on my board that like, yeah, I, that's why you don't need a list. There's, there's so, so many, much. there's so many things on my board that I thought would have been picked by now. It's insane. I don't know. Well, all right. I know what, I know what I'm picking this round because are you up? Yeah. Yeah. Bitch. You picked the order. How do you not remember that? Yeah. So, uh, okay. That makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm going to take this thing. So that Brooks can't take it. Uh, this is the, the Brooks. This is the thing that Leslie fed me before. Well, not fed me, but that's a little bit too literal. This is the cue the recom- local the, recom- the recommendation um, that Leslie gave me before we started recording that you think you know. Very curious. That you, that you think you know what I'm about to pick. Um, every time I go home, this is this is a this is probably a local pick. Every time I go home, I have to have this. Sheets. I, I that's exactly what I thought it was. Is that a gas station? Yeah. Shut up, shut up Dewey. So I actually added those as um I are added we, sheets I, and one other one as are we as, drafting gas stations? Well, Dewey, no, this, this, your, this is definitely your, very in play. Does your gas station serve the best food in the world? Uh clearly you don't even think so because you picked it fourth. Oh fuck. Does your gas station serve the best <laughs> gas station food in the world? <laughs> I've been to Sheets. He probably have like a different answer for that. I know I've been to a Sheets. It's a nice gas station, but at the end of the day, it's a gas station. Yeah, with delicious food. Why don't you just say Wawa? Because that would probably be a <laughs> do we? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna this, say it. I would be that every, guy. You do this every week. Yeah, that's my thing. I mean, we've been saying Long John Silver's this the entire this entire time, but that's because no one's picking it. Someone's really considering picking Wawa. Maybe I I actually had both on my list, and I was wondering, does that actually meet the criteria? And no, you don't have a server. I would say it does meet it, the it criteria. It does for sure. Okay, yeah. cool. But I, pro- I mean, I probably just lost. Definitely not a veto there. I probably just lost because of it, but I don't care. I'm I'm staying true to me. I'm not gonna pander like Dewey did. I'm not pandering. I go to Panera and Starbucks all the time. When was the last time you went? You're all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so you you should be able to remember the last time you went, right? Uh, I just moved to a new city and I haven't found a Panera. Dewey, you moved there at the beginning of the year. No. Okay, April. It's been like, it's been a few months. It's been a couple months. So you haven't been since since you moved to Jacksonville? I plead the fifth. Okay, fine. Brooks, fourth round pick. Tough. You put me in a really uh, 
especially Dewey, just kind of fucked up my whole thing. Are you going to take Wawa? Literally, that was my next pick. You're allowed. <laughs> you're still allowed to take it. It's not like- I know I'm still allowed to, but now it doesn't feel- in, in order just to screw with Dylan, uh, you don't have to pick Wawa because I can give you my word that I won't I don't- pick Wawa on my fourth or fifth pick. So you can get it on the last round if you want. Well, then if that, well, actually, well. It doesn't I- really matter because Wawa is inferior. Well, there is not, which the thing was, and I'll, I'll be honest, because I'm not going to pick it at this point because it's been discussed. I was going to pick it in a completely pandering way because I think more people like Wawa more. And those, than, peop- those people are fucking But wrong. we just have the sheets close by and the sheets, just to go back to complimenting sheets because I love sheets, uh, they're my favorite mozzarella sticks that like, yeah. I can find. Like when I go to sheets when I'm drunk at when you're home, yeah. and when I like on the road and stuff i get the app sampler the fried app sampler and i yeah. order three orders of mozzarella sticks i love sheets mozzarella sticks They're that's awesome. brooks did you know they serve them in buckets now that is that is news but that's also news I've what i was when i was home a few weeks ago i got a bucket of mozzarella sticks it's about, <laughs> it's, about it's about like 20 or 25 mozzarella sticks <laughs> so that's many like, mozzarella that's sticks just, that's disgusting no one needs <laughs> I didn't eat them all down the hatch. I I, I didn't personally eat them all. I shared like one or two with Leslie and one or two (laughs) with two friends. Oh man, I love Dill. That is a good point though, because how many of these restaurants that we've named off actually offer mozzarella sticks? There's really not many. I think McDonald's did at one point. I've had them once or twice, but they were cheap. They were soggy and they're gross. If I had to guess, the only place I could think does or no, I don't save it. Places I do. Um, All right, well, I'm just going to go with my pick. Um, The fast food restaurant that took the world by storm, I believe, in either 2018 or 2019. You could go to any location, you could not find this product because it was so good. I am taking Popeyes. Whoa. Popeyes is fire. Popeyes has, it's my favorite fast food restaurant. Spicy chicken. It's your favorite. Like, well, you just said that. You've said you just, that a couple you, times. You just did the same thing I did. Yeah. What, and Dewey, Dewey, did. Dewey, you didn't, you didn't say anything. It's your favorite, but it's the fourth round pick. What are we doing here? I, I just, I said, it's my favorite. I said something different. I'm pretty sure Brooks <laughs> said it's his, like, Brooks, you could rewind the tape. Dylan, you said it was the best food. I said it was Brooks might have said it's my favorite to more than one of these things that he's picked. I just don't understand why you would take not take your favorite restaurant in the for, in the first round, but you know. Uh, because it's why the I mean that's why you're not an NFL GM. You have to draft value. So you're pandering. No, I just no. What do you mean I'm pandering? Well You're not staying true to yourself. I'm trying to win the draft. I'm trying to win the draft. You, you play, play you play to win the game. Yeah. All right, I get it. All right, that's fair. I mean it's 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 no got to be a place that you no love, but you also know other people like. Like, there's a couple that I have that, in the chamber that I like, but you know. Yeah, we're well, gonna have think, a, we're gonna have a long shout out fest here at the end. Well, I don't funny. think anyone. I don't think all, all ugh, any three had <laughs> thing to say about Popeyes. No, um, Popeyes is well, good. I, I do actually. I always said better fries. Okay. Yeah. I never have really gotten Popeyes. Um, never really sought it out. Didn't feel like waiting in line whenever they did the chicken sandwich thing. Um, well, they still do. It's just that everyone else does now. Right. 
That's why. Well, they lie. like they turned chicken sandwiches into Popeyes. Well, they chick- took they took the chicken sandwich oh, from they, they they took the chicken sandwich from a McChicken and turned it into a gourmet chicken sandwich. No, no, they they no McDonald's was not in like the thing. It was all well, about no, look, like chicken sandwich. That's uh, like they they took it from a lesser thing. I was just trying to compare it to something lesser, like a McChicken. Well, you compared it incorrectly. Whatever, dude. Then you do it. Weren't there like two hour waits though for the sandwich? Yeah, I mean, also didn't the, be, wait, the didn't people get fucking lady? shot? I'm sure people got shot in DC waiting for the sandwiches. The I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I never, I, I probably waited in like a 20 minute line to get my first one. I've only had them a few. It's times. a good pick. It's a I've good only, pick for sure. I've only had Something, them a few times, but they are very good. There's there's used to, there's one place I'll probably mention in uh, shout outs that I think is better now, but we'll see. Uh, Popeyes also I would order it when I'm like hungover every week, and then something got messed up on the DoorDash app where I could not order it. It was like devastating, but it's back and I can order it again. I just looked up Popeyes sandwich. Uh, when I was thinking about violence related to it, and there's a headline from Business Eye insider that says Popeye's chicken sandwich has been linked to a deadly stabbing and reports of assault and physical violence. Here are the harrowing incidents related to the oh, yeah. menu menu I, menu item. Do I now have the uh, like the, the title of saying I have the only restaurant selected or fast food place, fast casual place selected in the draft that people have literally tried to kill each other over? Yeah, that might uh, carry some street. I, ha- I have I have a pick that you guys won't <laughs> You guys won't take, but there. Every time you oh, go no there, no shit. All of your picks, I want. <laughs> well, every time you, every time you go there, you don't know if you're gonna leave. Like you might get into a fight, but wait. that's part of the thrill of going. I'm not gonna pick it because you guys wait. are just make more fun of me. But are you talking about Long John Silver? <laughs> I couldn't even say it without laughing. Fuck. No, it's not. I know what he's talking about. I it's another I... chicken. It's another chicken joint. I uh, see. No, it's not. I guess. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. So to follow up with what I was saying, um, I just saw a caption of a YouTube video. This is great. Man stabbed to death over cutting in line to get Popeye's chicken sandwich in Maryland. Yikes. Ruthless. <laughs> what a, As the meme, the meme of the lady on the bench exhausted. Anytime like LeBron James carries a team, it's like LeBron right now. Yeah. It's a good pick. Yeah, that that – that escalated quickly. I mean, we went from talking about Popeyes to talking about murder <clears throat> real quick. Um, Dewey, finish out your draft there, bud. And finish it out, eh? Um, okay, so I got two picks to end this bad boy. Uh, I need a, a burger place. I don't have a burger place yet. Some of the other top-tier burger places are gone. I'm going to go with something a little niche. Uh, I'm going to go with Sonic. Sonic Burgers. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a great pick. drive through It's pretty cool. It's sitting in your car. Someone, it's, Sonic is great if the person eats it roller skating and your, throws your food everywhere and then you have to get brand new food. That's a, <laughs> like, that would make your night if you see your food coming and then they like trip on a crack. And then you're like, oh, they got to get brand new food. Yeah, you pay for the experience, you know. Yeah, uh, they have a. They also have a pretty wide menu. I think I uh, get like a, 
every time I go, I am so <clears throat> fucking intimidated by the menu. It's pretty big. And the slushies. They're, they're, I mean, yeah. Another drink place, like fun drinks. Like a good ice. Really need, good ice. I need Kevin. The best to, ice. I need really Kevin. To, I need Kevin to nerd out and figure out how many combinations of slushies there are right now. Uh, Kevin's doing that. I will say, um, very solid commercials. Also, mm-hmm. the two dudes in the car. Yep. Yeah, yeah, those guys are. Those guys are good. Dewey. Um, sorry. Did you have something else to say about Sonic? Because no, that's pretty much all I was going to tell that. you to make your last pick. All right, last pick. Uh, I think I'll go the chicken route. And there's, there's in my mind, all based on what's available, there's two places. They're very, very similar. One has a little bit more, but they're like, they compete like McDonald's or Burger King. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Are you taking the uh, one with more or less? I don't, I don't, that's the tough choice. The one with the, like, I mean, one, one, one specializes in strips and one has a little bit more sandwich type thing, a little more size. It, it really depends on which sauce you like more. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with Zaxby's. That's my that, that's the one I like more. I like that a little bit more. Cane's is the other one. Dewey! All right, you guys already had chicken places already. Dude, that's the second time you've done that. Wait. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So, how regional are those two places? Because I've never had either one. It's southern. It's like, I've only had Zaxby's. I haven't had the except other. except for the fact that when I when I visited Ohio State when I was in college, uh, <laughs> they had a raisin canes there. Yeah, they oh it it goes as far north as Ohio, but it's like North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina. They're basically mm. chicken tender restaurants. But Zaxby's is the place that I think has a better chicken sandwich than Popeyes. And if you yeah, haven't that's... had it yet, if you haven't had it yet. You have to try it before you tell me fuck off. Yeah, before you can because, make a clear because, winner, you got to try it. Because they put the Zach sauce on it, and it's so hey, good. Dylon, thank you for saying that your first round pick sucks and it's not even in the chicken sandwich uh, argument. That it's, it's a different kind of chicken sandwich. I'm sorry. Uh, I, oh, pander pick. Yeah. It's a different kind of ch- Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if it was the best kind of chicken sandwich, why don't you draft it 1-1 one, one or 1-2? One, yeah. I miss drafts with just Joe. I miss drafts with just Joe and Dewey because they don't remember what I said 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Or we just let it slide. You guys It is to- funny that Dewey just mentioned Burger King and that wasn't going to be on anyone's list, I don't think. That was I mean, the, it's uh, it's on my list, but I I was never uh, going to pick it. Yeah, I've never. I, I got my burger place. <laughs> uh, you can have, about- have two burger places. We can't we can't do shoutouts all day, but Yeah. We can talk about that and that stage. Yeah. I'll talk about why I didn't pick Burger King. Um, yeah, Zaxby's, Zaxby's. I like that pick, Dewey. Uh, Brooks, Brooks is up, yeah. So I'm stuck between two, and I really have no idea where to go. Maybe, um, Maybe why, don't you, why don't you just pull a Dewey and tell us what both of them are, and uh, we'll help you pick. No, because that doesn't really work. Then, oh, wait, that's a, no. Ooh, fuck, now I'm stuck between three. Just look at my list. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to take that one. I'm taking Wendy's. The go on, good one. Fantastic. They have Frosties. They have the Baconator. They have slept on Nuggets. <clears throat> the Nugs. And, uh, nugs are good. And Frosties. Yeah, he said, he said Frosties and the Frosty was the oh, first thing he said. Yeah, Dewey. I think obviously it took Shake Shack, but I think Wendy's has the best 
actual burgers of any traditional drive-through establishment? Of, of the big three, I would say, like, by far they do. Uh, being McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's? Yes. Yeah, easy. I, I would think that a lot of people would disagree with you, but those are very regional people that would disagree with you. Would they take would what the... Those aren't regional picks. Those are like no. Those aren't regional picks, but there are regional picks that will they would agree oh, that yeah. are better than those three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure they would say the same thing. I've just never had that. People in Texas, probably people in California, would probably yes. say and yeah. I'm a said one, but actually, I've had the one in Texas. I was not impressed at all. I haven't had that. They also have those in Florida, and I haven't been there yet. The ones from Texas, they have them in Florida? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I've never had that one. Obviously, Dewey, you know that you and I have both have had the mm-hmm. one from California. I I debated picking it here. Yeah, I don't. It's super hard, but I, I would shout out to it, but. <laughs> If I'm I, over there, then I'm definitely going there. I wasn't. I I honestly like. We'll just wait till the end. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah, it. we'll talk about it at the end. Um, I'm going with a different place. Uh, this is also fairly regional, but I think most. I think all of us have probably had this. Uh, it's more southern, but it's making its way. I think. I think you can really only find it as north as Virginia. Uh, Brooks is Brooks is doing finger guns at me. Thinks he knows what I'm about to say. He probably does. Um, they've got excellent milkshakes, and they come like they can. You can get them as part of like your combo meal, and by combo meal I mean as part of your tray. I'm going with cookout. So yeah, cheap. so cheap. That was that was the the main one I was debating between. Yeah, that was on my list, but I've literally only had it one time, and that was probably six years ago. But uh, knowing where you guys live. I, I think that was probably a good call. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Something about Fantastic. it just doesn't fill you up and that you're hungry about two and a half hours later. I mean, that's just every time I eat. Uh, well, I, I disagree with that. Also, they're uh, like the Reese's peanut butter cup milkshake. Like we'll go toe to toe with any sort of milkshake uh, frosty type thing. I always go if if you if you're gonna serve a cheesecake flavored anything, I'm I'm always gonna go like as far as milkshake or ice like dairy products, milkshake or ice cream, I'm taking that. I like their, I think it's a strawberry cheesecake flavored, right, Brooks? The milkshake. You probably don't don't know know. if you haven't had it. You probably don't know. know. Um, but yeah, I always go burger and double honey mustard, chicken chicken wraps for my tray, and then. Sometimes I'll throw in hush puppies instead of one of the chicken wraps. The, the, I mean, I, I generally go with the the clutch move of getting a quesadilla as your side. Always get the chicken quesadilla. Yeah. I usually uh, go tenders, fries, chicken quesadilla. Oh, that's a good one too. Also, shout out to Cheerwine. Oh, big Just time shout out. Delicious, delicious, what? delicious soda. What's the furthest north cookout there is? I think it's Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah, I mean, I've been to, I've been in the one. I travel like Virginia for work, so yeah. to my knowledge, that's the northernmost one. Yeah, I've been to the one in Harrisonburg, obviously many times, as as recently as a few weeks ago, uh, when Leslie and I drove down to Lake Norman. That's what we got on our way down to North Carolina. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, that's the most northern one I've gotten. But Brooks would know more 
So Fredericksburg, I guess. That's what I think, at least. All right, Kevin, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. <clears throat> Here we go. Well, well this one is uh, – it's, it's more regional, um, but it's one that I – I couldn't possibly leave off of my list considering I think I probably spent more money at this establishment than any other restaurant. I don't know, in the last six or seven years. I think I know where you're um, going here. My one, one saved it for last, but I'm just going to go with Kava. I don't know what that is. Never mind. Didn't. When I said that. I was, when I was between Kava grill, when I was between three, it was Wendy's cookout and Kava. Yeah. So Kava, I did some research on this one. Kava is uh, based out of Rockville, formed in Rockville. There's only places in D.C. It's all over D.C. Um, and it's expanded, I think, to New York and Cali. But um, Kava, basically Mediterranean Chipotle, probably the best fast food, fast casual you can you can get. Phil, have you had it? If I have, it would have been when I came and visited you in D.C. that one time. So. And I barely remember that trip, so. <laughs> I don't think we ate kava. There's one in Frederick now, too, actually. I actually had no idea it was that regional. Yeah. Kava was, like, a widespread, like, I had no idea it started in D.C., and that was, like, like the hub, I guess, if you will. Mm -hmm. No, I, yeah. I thought those were, like, any city you went to, you were going to find a kava. Yeah. Well, all right, let's, uh, let's do a little recap here and get into shout-outs. So Dewey had the first pick. He had Panda Express, Panera Bread, Starbucks, Sonic, and Zaxby's. Brooks had the second overall pick. He had Chipotle, Taco Bell, Domino's, Popeye's, and Wendy's. Uh, I had the third pick. I had Chick-fil-A, Five Guys, Pizza Hut, Sheets, and Cookout. And Kevin had the last pick. He had McDonald's, Shake Shack, Papa John's, Potbelly, and Cava. Hmm. So let's get into some shout outs here. Uh, Dewey, we'll start with you. Yeah, the, the other burger places, uh, obviously out west, you have In N Out. People live and die by In N Out. So, yeah, yeah I kind of said we'd talk about this. It's, I don't think it lives up to the hype, but I think it's still very good. I think it's very, very good. I think it is very good. And I think it's, I think that there's a good rivalry between the In N Out people. And the Whataburger people, and those are there those definitely are the, is. Those are like that's like the new robbery in hamburger fast food joints rather than Burger King, McDonald's. Is Whataburger typically that's um, the Texas one, right? That's yes. the Texas one, or like the sub, more southern one, right? I've never the had either. More, the other one's more west. I've only had In and Out, Whataburgers here in Jacksonville. We mean to go, we just haven't. It hasn't aligned, but I hear they're good things from both people. Dewey, when I come down for SmackDown on the 3rd of September, let's go to Whataburger. Go to Whataburger. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, I can, I'll, I'll, report, I'll report back on the podcast. I'll, I'll save it for my first time. Okay. I like I had it once. I thought it was pretty shitty. Whataburger. You've, you, you've had it? I've had it once. I've heard good things about their strips. But the thing, I just got like, like a burger. I don't, I got like, I don't know. I can't even tell you what I got, but. No, I just got a Whataburger burger, and I was just like, this thing kind of sucked. Hmm. Interesting. I thought, I thought in my head, I was comparing In-N-Out to Shake Shack. I thought those were two similar places. They might be, but 
the the people are very passionate about, about In and Out, and the people are very passionate about Whataburger, and that, yes. that causes a big and then big big fuss online. Yeah. Then I think there's also Smash Burger. I've never had I've either. Heard. I had Smash Burger on my list. Uh, if you guys have never had it, it's really fucking good. Also, they have like really thin shoestring fries, and they do like um, like their fr- like their regular fries or like garlic fries. They're really good, really good fries. I think well, um, I had thought about Smashburger, but I thought it was so regional. I did it's, not. Hate yeah, it. yeah. But I think I had like. It- I had it when Jake I was. Jack is smash burgers. Like, it's literally a smash burger yes. that pushes all the juice out of it, it's and then it, not the name. it grills right back into the the patty, and yes. it's crispy around the edge. Yeah. Whatever theme that is, whoever figured that out is a fucking genius because those are I, such good burgers. Yeah. Oh, probably good. a year, two years ago, that used to actually be something I would cook myself for dinner. A smash burger. I wouldn't make my own smash burgers because they were so fucking good. Nice. Good for you, bud. Cooking on your own. Uh, I love that. Huge for me. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I want to give one more one more shout out. I don't think you guys. I don't think you would have got any votes. But I've never been disappointed. I've actually been surprised, like surprisingly impressed on this place. But Wingstop. I had that too. Wingstop. No, no wing or thigh stop. Yeah, thigh, so I don't know what thigh, thigh stop thigh, is, thigh but I know what wing stop is. It's probably pretty it's close. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same thing. They literally just like changed their name to Thigh Stop like recently. Did they? the the price of chicken wings has like skyrocketed like two or three times? So mm-hmm. they now sell thighs, not wings. Uh, okay, I guess this is the great. <laughs> this is the great chicken wing famine. So you get you get cool points for that too because it's like Rick Ross's like wing restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's his wing spot. Yeah, it's literally it's literally his wing stop. Yes, I don't know why you said spot. I fucked it up. You just literally flipped two letters. Um, Brooks, you have any you have any other shout outs? Uh, one I was debating. I didn't know how this one would go. I had Mission Barbecue. No, it's more of a restaurant, I think. That's actually been to a brick and mortar mission barbecue. No, I think that one plays for sure. But I think I've had it more catering than anything. I, well, that's I, that's like kind of a bonus of it. Right. Is that I thought like a lot of barbecue places you go order, then you go sit down and then they bring your food. And I was like, that would technically qualify under the no server policy. I, I would think that it's more bonus of a sit down restaurant. But how so? How's the name different? Than like, do they have servers or do you order it and they have tables? Like, do you order it at a counter and then they just have tables? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly like McDonald's. You can order at the fucking counter and sit down and eat it's it at not a table. The same. And I thought, and I thought it was a good one because you would same get concept. The, you would get the bonus of like, and then everyone gets excited when Mission Barbecue is like catering something. You know, the problem with that, Brooks, and this is our, our bias. Mission Barbecue based in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Maryland. Well, I actually yeah. looked it up though. They have regional all over the eastern half. Of yeah, right. they have it in Virginia. I've seen it. They've been in Michigan, Illinois. Yeah, they're all over. Like they're they're you're right, but there are a lot of locations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another one I had. I mean, I don't think like Kevin did pot bellies, but like that doesn't quite ring the same as like a Subway or as a Jersey Mike's. 
Yeah, I had, Mike's. I had Subway and Jersey Mike's on my on my list. Yeah, there's also Quiznos. There are Quiznos up there. Is, does that even I exist knew, anymore? I, yeah. feel like, Quiznos. I feel like I haven't Quiznos seen a Quiznos, and it's not as good as Chipotle. So that like immediately yeah. off the board. But it's a sandwich place, not a Mexican <laughs> place. Quiznos? Oh fuck! Oh fuck! You think Qdoba? You're thinking I of Qdoba. Yeah, I mixed up Qdoba. Um, other one I had tropical smoothie. Yeah. yeah. I love. I, I also had Dairy Queen on my list. That's Dairy, it. Dairy, Queen's solid. Dairy Queen's Blizzards solid. Are Blizzards. You can't beat Blizzards, and they got what's the sauce? The sauce, the the firecracker burgers. And I've never gotten anything. But their food is besides a Blizzard. They. they I suck. have heard that their food is good, but like it's I just, good. I always go Blizzards. Yeah. Uh, and the last, oh, I, I guess two more shout outs. Sorry if I'm just taking them. Um, Bojangles. I thought that was too regional, but Bojangles is good. Yeah. Wait, Art, actually, for a second, I was like, haven't we been making the joke about that the entire time, thinking Bojangles and Long John, Long John Silvers? Yeah. <laughs> they might be by the same owner, but I don't know. Uh, the other one, last one I had, and pizza. I love yeah. pizza, but it's very regional, and the more popular one would be mod pizza. But I was going to say, did you say and? Pizza. and? Yeah. Like an amp never, dude. Oh, okay. I've never. never and Brooks, that. that's much like Kava is one one level, and pizza is unbelievable. Yes, and um, pizza is so good, but it's like so regional that I also know. locally based. Um, I think I think and pizza is DC, but so good. It's, it's basically so good. any build your own pizza and pizza. There's Blaze Pizza that I think LeBron has ownership. Yeah. I know, I know Blades Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, I only well, know I, Bla- I only know of Blaze Pizza because of Portnoy throwing on the uh, ground saying yeah. zero. zero. But the but mod pizza I think is like the most popular of them. But I've never had that, so it's just like, well, fuck. I've had mod. Yeah, Kevin and pizza. If I were making my own list, would easily be like top be on two. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin, did you have anything else on your list? Um, I had a couple, and I think it's. It's kind of wild. I was the only one that picked Potbelly as any sub restaurant. So Brooks mentioned Jersey Mike's, um, Subway, um, also Jimmy John's. Yeah, Jimmy John's. Firehouse Subs. Firehouse, yep. Firehouse. So, I, I, I would say out of all of those, I like Jersey Mike's the most. I, yeah, might, I'd like might, to get some if, consensus of what we all think are, are the best of the sub places. It might be because I have one like less than a mile from my house, but... Yeah, Leslie and I get that quite often. Well, or at least before uh, she was pregnant. I would say I'm like a Subway through and through guy. I had Jersey Mike's on my list because I know that I feel like most people would like prefer that. But if I was to like, if they were right next to each other and I'd pick one to go to, I'm going to Subway 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Do we? I, I, I stuck with Panera as my sandwich place. Yep. Talked about the whole soup and sandwich thing. Yeah, that works. It's not a, it's not a sandwich designated place. Uh, uh, I have a Jimmy John's that's really close to me, and I go there a lot. Yeah, they're super fast. They uh, are. They're, it's uh, they're freaky fast, Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that term is copyrighted, and you now owe them two hundred dollars. It's so. not copyrighted just to fucking say it, you twat. Mm, I don't know. They used to have um, all all the names of a... these all the names of these restaurants are fucking trademarked and copyrighted. So fuck off. 
Yeah, but they're not saying fuck it's happening. I'm giving them I'm giving them clout by saying that they're freaky fast. Right. I, my yeah. my three listeners, if they haven't heard of Jimmy John's and now I'm telling them that they're freaky fast, they might want to go to Jimmy John's now. So you're welcome, Jimmy John's. Don't sue me. I don't know if it was regional, but when I was in college, they would have free sub days. And the line outside of Jimmy John's would like wrap around the building three times. When I was in college, we had one across the uh, across the house or across the street from the house uh, that we partied at a lot. Uh, day old bread right at midnight. Yeah. Day old bread. And it's super cheap. It's like 30 cents. It's 89. Like I think it's 89 cents. It's under a dollar for it's, a whole. It's a full, what, 12 inch? It's, it's a yeah, full it's a 12 full. inch sub roll. And it's still the same. It's just the yeah. same as good. You just, you just get bread. It's just the fucking. You, you just have to make your own sandwich with their bread. Yeah. But yeah. Subway did that. I'd be there every night. Subway is fantastic. No, Subway's, Subway's too corporate to do that. No, a bunch, yeah. of, bunch of losers. Uh, uh, but all right, let me let me let me check my list to see if there's anything. Wait, I, I still have a couple more. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Just literally two more after the subs. Um, noodles and company. Yes, I had that. Um, that's a great one. I couldn't bring myself to pick that because. But as as good as it is, I've only had it once. Yeah, I mean, I love pasta, so I got that one quite a bit. Um, and then there's two that are basically the same, um, but also so good: Arby's and Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. If so, you had taken Arby's, you would have gotten killed. Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to draft that, and I think it's bullshit that like people shit on Arby's, but. A roast beef and cheddar with the curly fries is absolutely Arby's. Their fries are are good. The curly fries are fantastic. They don't do it anymore. But if you're talking about cheap deals, Arby's, hands down, the best deal in fast food history. Five for five. Yeah. Five beef and cheddars for $5 blows everything out of the water. The only thing close is Burger King's, like, Buy a sandwich, get one free, and you can get like a chicken parm sandwich for like three bucks. You get two chicken parm sandwiches for three dollars. I don't think Burger King even does that anymore. But that's the did, only thing. If they did, only, I would go get it. Only thing I can think of is comparable on deals uh, for fast food. Um, Arby's best best fast food deal. I mean the dollar menu. Just, uh, yeah, but the beef and cheddar is worth way more than a dollar in my mm-hmm. mind. And you Strictly- get five. Strictly speaking about just Burger King for a second, because I know we talked about that during the draft. I think Burger King's original chicken sandwich like holds up with almost any, like it holds up to top tier fast food. You talking about the oval shaped one or like their new, their new yeah, chicken, the oval, their new the, chicken yeah, sandwich? Yeah, like the, the long oval one, one, the long one, the oval one. That one is. Yeah, really- and that, that's the one that they have like buy one, get one at like two yeah. months out of the year. Oh, I do remember that. It was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. an incredible deal. That's the only thing that is comparable to the Arby's deal. And Burger King is really good. I mean, chicken fries are unbelievable. Yeah. The problem with Burger King is that it, it always is just stacked up against I'm laughing at Brooks muted right now. Um, stacked up against McDonald's and it really can't compare in that capacity, but Burger King is good. It's just so much more expensive than McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So other the other stuff that I have on my list that we have not mentioned, um, and this is just this is just stuff that's on my list that we haven't mentioned, not the like 
I'm giving it like big shout outs. I'm just going in order. Uh, Hardy's not that great. <laughs> no, Hardy's has great breakfast sandwiches. It does. They, they, yeah, do, have, they do have, they have a top tier breakfast. Jack in the box has to be on that list that you're about Jack to say. in the box is on my list. Um, KFC. Yeah. There's too many chicken places nowadays. Didn't mention that. Um, Moe's. Yeah. I will say the it's only it's it doesn't it doesn't stack up at all to Chipotle, but what I what I will say is they have those the stacks. Doesn't it's basically the, it's like a gourmet custom, gr- crunch or like Yeah, the, it's a customizable crunch wrap supreme basically. Yeah. Isn't that all you guys had in uh Hawaii, right? Yeah, we did. I think they have a Chipotle now, but there's also a Paniolos, which is a Hawaiian Chipotle. Yeah. Only they, they have like Hawaiian meat, so they have like Kalua yeah. pork. Um, Fun yeah, fact. Very good. Mu- was it musicians, outlaws, and entertainers is what Moe's actually stands for. It's not just some guy named Moe. Hmm. Welcome to Moe's. Well, not only do you get to hear this great draft, you also learn something here at the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I do. Uh, I had, what else did I have that we didn't talk about? <laughs> uh, I have two if you want me to say real quick. <laughs> checkers that we laughed at earlier when brooks said brooks said uh they had the red and white checkers in five guys guys. um little caesars um and then dunkin donuts how do we not mention dunkin donuts yet yeah i was the only coffee place only yeah when when dewey said starbucks i thought dunkin and then to pivot off of just dunkin crispy cream crispy cream yep baskin robbins you tim hortons is a a canada thing if you know Canadians love Tim Hortons. Baskin Robbins would have been fire because you get the ice cream. Yeah. I will say, Dill, off the, the last two you mentioned, two of probably the most legendary mascots is Mr. Bag for Checkers and the Pizza Pizza guy for Little Caesars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Being from Detroit, you have Little Caesars Arena, which is a giant, That's the true. world's giant little pizza pizza dude on top. <laughs> Any aerial view is that motherfucker just staring down the blimp. <laughs> He's got his pitchfork and he yeah. he slaps it in the ground and the pizzas go flying and they land back on it and then he says, "Kevin, pizza, pizza." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that dude's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He loves pizza. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Like that's like that's like his life though. Like that's like his life's work. You know? Yeah. I mean. That's what he that's what he has going for him. All right. Uh let's close out the show. So uh next week Joe's gonna be back. Um, we're gonna be so we had a WrestleMania 14 uh beer ratings this week. Next week we're doing the next pay-per-view down in line. We're having uh Unforgiven in your house. Uh, I've never seen that one, it's probably trash, but you know what? We're gonna have Joe back from his uh, uh to recap his Disney World 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 vacation um and we also potentially have uh, a new person another new person coming on for another draft next week next week's draft is going to be wrestling related we're having chad on next week uh we've talked a lot about chad and how much he bitches about what we say and you know how sometimes how much how much uh he just likes to bitch about things but you know we're gonna we're probably doing a wrestling draft our first wrestling draft next week so he has confirmed with me that he would like to be on for that uh as always you can follow us on twitter at ddt wrestle pod you can follow me on untapped at dylan free uh dewey 
doesn't care about social media. Brooks said Brooks underscore shining last week. Kevin, do you want any followers? And do you want uh, my do you want my three listeners to follow you on anywhere? Sure. Uh, Twitter and DN I think Instagram too are both uh, Kevin underscore Tercero, Tango, Echo Romeo, Charlie <laughs> Echo Romeo, Oscar. Also, also T E R C E R O. Yeah. Why did Why did you do that? <laughs> That almost reminded me of work. <laughs> you should you should have to drink for that. Um, but yeah, remember to rate, review, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Appreciate everybody continuing to listen. All three of you, really appreciate it. Uh, we have been the Drunk Dudes, part of the draft here, part of the Triple D. Fuck you, Guy Fieri. Trademark. Uh, we have been the Drunk Dudes. Dylan. Dewey, Brooks, and Kevin, and we'll catch you on down the road.